Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to episode 19 of D Godcast, the podcast by DGens for DGens, where absolutely nothing is financial advice. Today is July 12th. It's JB, part of your trio of hosts, and we are getting funky this week as we test out YouTube live streams during recording. But as always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. If you want to support the pod, please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Feel free to chuck any donations over to dgodcast.soul. But most importantly, tell your fucking friends they're never going to lose their virginity if they don't tune in. So, this week's episode is brought to you by Mistopians, a new project by OG DGod Divine Council member Marty McFly, creator of the DGod's Deal Finder and Burn Score Calculator, Real Ones Remember Burn Scores, on the thethirdweb.io. Him and his team are expanding the third web to include tools like maps, event calendars, and owner directories for all communities on Solana. Check their Twitter at Mystopians, that's M-Y-S-T-O-P-I-A-N-S, for a detailed thread on the tools they're building. And as a special hookup, they're giving away a free Mystopian NFT to one lucky DeGodcast listener, as well as 10 whitelist spots. All you got to do is enter their Discord and say, hi. From the Godcast. Oh, and they're also giving away 375 dust and a Duppy's whitelist spot on Twitter. So definitely check that shit out. Again, it's at Mystopians, M Y S T O P I A N S. And we have a great guest with us this week in Mr. Soul Sorcerer. But before all that, chapter, hit him with a decap. <clears throat> all right, yo. We back up in this bitch, missed last week, you know, uh, but for the recap, this week, some of our favorite authors, I mean artists, dropped a couple threads attempting to address and encapsulate a tale of incredible ambition taking place at is what is presumably the longest and largest sleepover in recent history without leaking any alpha on the upcoming Duppies NFT Mint, which is tentatively scheduled for the end of the month. Francisco de Gods hopped on the Hopium podcast and entertained the idea of what the streets are apparently calling the post Duppies dump when all of a sudden the God holders become overwhelmed with weakened dexterity. It was a dope interview with some brief mentions of what the future of the gods looks like right after the Duppies mint. Go check that shit out. But let's be honest, our research team over here at the Godcast has been in the field day and night trying to circumvent the noise and shake down everybody with a Telegram account and an internet connection at the God's HQ, but mum's the word. And the lips, fucking diamond, for now. Y'all ever see Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? You know, if yes. it bleeds, it leads. Well, the only thing that's been bleeding in my feeds and backdoor convos is literally enigmatic and abstruse tweets with coupled zeros in them. What could this mean? Well, fuck if I know. If you owe, you owe. In other news, Killer 3's picked up the unnecessary dub, or no, the necessary dub, I should say, uh, last weekend. But for folks who missed it, you should already know the vibes. Frank Nitty's still running through traffic like the God of War. Finn was on that big Kratos energy in the paint, like always. Still very close game to the homie Dante Green. Followed through with the and one, closing that casket with the three-point play. 52 to 49. We make those. And finally... The new holders only tab has been integrated in the renowned Dusty's Dust Auctions and Raffle Center website with the motherfucking dark mode toggle feature for rational people who care about their vision in the future. We love to see it, but shout out to the light mode psychos. Also, 
Shout out to everybody who fucks with the show and all the crazy support. Oh, and Dust Having is in 25 days. NFA, Ooh. Dior, let's fucking go. need the dust having reminder that shit came way too quick after the last one but hey you gotta stay woke that's the name of the game frank won't let us down per uh all the cryptic tweets that he puts out and shout out frank for being the motherfucking spaces solana face of engagement king while like not much goes <laughs> down because damn bro that guy is grinding 24 7 to just keep people on their toes and, and keep hype going and shit and Better him than me, man. He's uh he's got the will power of a fucking champion to keep that shit going. So shout out to Frank. Yeah, shout out so, to Ruber Monte. Bro, I've been missing all the spaces. I've been missing all of them. Like every time God I'm like, bless fucking, you. Yeah. <laughs> I've been literally <laughs> so, missing all of them. Like I said, uh speaking of Twitter Spaces, this week's guest is the Twitter Spaces Panty Soaker. The Thomas Shelby of the D Gods Horse Racing Syndicate D Stables. <laughs> Uh, and the D-God's growth team lead, who somehow never knows anything about what the fuck is going on with the project, but Thanks. Soul Sorcerer, how you doing, pal? I'm doing so good, man. I'm, I'm pumped to be here. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for joining us. This is going to be fun. But before we get into fucking anything, can we do this rebrand or do you think it's too late? Are you stuck with Soul Sorcerer forever? Because you're killing me with this four-syllable name, dude. It's brutal. I know. Honestly, I hate it. Uh, I, I made it in the very beginning because I, I wanted it to be cringy, right? Like, I, <laughs> that was the whole point. Um, I didn't think I would ever... Mission accomplished. Yeah, I didn't think I would ever, you know, make anything of it. Um, but I think at this point, I'm, I'm definitely made my bed. I, I feel like I can't switch oh, now. I'm sorry to hear that. Can you maybe call you... Could we maybe call you like Source or something? Something a little more. Hey, dope? you guys can call me whatever you want. Some of the people on the team call me S3 uh, because nah. I had like the 33% in my name on the Telegram and they thought I was a nerd. Um, I guess, yeah. So that, it makes you sound like a fucking like R2D2, which is equally nerdy, I would say. Um, yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Source, I guess. We we workshopped Poncho a little bit on the Magic Eden boat, but I don't think that'll stick because everyone's going to be like, why the fuck are you calling him Poncho? But, yeah, it had to be uh, there. We'll see. Yeah, it had to be there. I can't do uh, more than like two syllables in a name, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, I might just call you like, hey, bud, for the rest of the podcast. Bud, Source, <laughs> whatever you want, baby. <laughs> yeah. Call him Source, man. Let's Beautiful. Source happen. All right, yeah, I, I can fuck with Source. I can get down with that. So... Uh, all right, give us the give us the sorcerer intro to you know the world of Web three crypto NFTs, and then specifically into D gods because I feel like no one has a boring how I got on the D gods team story. Yeah, for sure. So um, IRL, I work in tech startups. Uh, I founded one after I graduated college. Uh, messed around for a oh. while trying to figure out what that word was about. Um, but really just just got immersed in the tech world. Uh, and there was this trip I took last year, kind of out of the blue. Uh, we went to Miami. Uh, it was this like impromptu Miami Tech Week 
where just a bunch of tech people on Twitter decided we would pull up to Miami at the same time. And I stayed, in this, <laughs> I stayed in this Airbnb um, with a bunch of founders, some VC guys, and, and one guy in particular uh, was a Solana Maxi. And this was like April of last year, so like early. Um, and he straight up told me, he was like, I was a data scientist. My entire net worth is in Solana, and here's why. Uh, and I was like, that's, that's pretty bullish. So that's how I kind of got into Solana, but I never really got into the ecosystem until about August when the NFTs started kind of popping off. Um, I saw DJ and apes mint and I saw them go to the moon and, Mm -hmm. uh, I got really interested in the idea of being able to make money flipping JPEGs. (laughs) Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's, it's literally like an addiction at this point, but Uh, More so than I think, I mean, the dopamine of like minting your first NFT, which for me was bold badgers, rest in peace. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but it was fun. And they're all still chasing that first hit. Shout out to those discounts. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) You slaughter it every day. The OG utility. Uh, (laughs) But uh, but I was just a DJ, man. I think I wasted like half of all the Solana that I bought just on random stuff. Fuck. Uh, and then I eventually, I minted D gods in the public sale, uh, just vibed with D gods just cause honestly, I think the, uh, the one of one honoraries like really caught my eye when they were like tweeting those out yeah. to people. Um, like, so seeing Anatolies and stuff, uh, I just thought the art was pretty sick. And so I minted yeah. one. I feel like I got really lucky cause that public mint was a little scuffed. Oh my um, God, dude. Lord, bro. Yeah. That was my third mint ever. I, <laughs> I thought that was normal. Cause like literally my first three mints on Solana were all fucked and I like managed to mint them all. So I just thought that was like the name of the game. Yeah. I mean, you're honest, shooting the dark. It was kind of normal, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. Was pretty fun. much. I, it was a bloodbath. Yeah, <laughs> that was the meta back then. Um, yeah. But I got lucky. I minted one. Um, but I didn't really like join the community. Like I was just a passive observer in the discord. Um, I didn't even really like, I didn't tweet. I didn't, uh, I didn't talk in discord or anything. And then, uh, towards the end, what were you doing, bro? I mean, I was just like flipping. I was talking to my IRL friends because we were all kind of into it together. Um, one of my best friends, he was like super into like the Twitter discord game. And so he would just kind of tell me what was up. Um, but yeah, I just, I didn't understand it. I didn't, I didn't like, I don't know. I didn't see any enjoyment out of being a part of it. I thought it was weird to talk to all these strangers on the internet. Fair. Um, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, probably about January is when I really started getting into it, started just like writing threads on D gods, trying to, you know, explain what the tokenomics behind dust were, you know, how the radium order book works. Um, just stuff I like that. that. Yeah. I yeah. Ledger, right. Yeah, use Ledger, all that good stuff. Yep. And, um, mostly just because like I understood it and I saw all the questions in DDAO, people asking all this stuff. And I was like, well, let's let's see if we can help people out. Uh, good for you. Yeah, slowly transitioned into like alpha threads and I would post those in the alpha chat. And then one day, I think AK just like gave me the alpha, alpha team role. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then... You know, maybe like a month later, uh, he reached out to me asking if I wanted to be a mod. Uh, and, and I guess the rest is kind of history. I've been, you know, helping out where I can, doing doing as much as I can to just help build D-Gods into the number one project, baby. There you go. It's all you. Like I said, the, the 
biggest team member that doesn't know anything that's going on ever. Yeah, facts. Soul Sorcerer is just like, I don't know, man. No, I don't know. Like, never's got the fucking like alpha. He's got the fucking bro. The that's just what he strongest. says to you guys. Yeah, he's got he the, the strongest diamond lips, bro. Like in the community, bro. No. I, I believe him. We've dealt with that a bit. I believe him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I definitely know some things, but uh, but I don't know any of like the the juicy stuff that anybody wants to know. I mean, right? If you think about how big our team is. Like they they keep it on lock pretty pretty well because you know surprisingly well, well annoyingly well, if you will. Yeah. There you go. Annoyingly well. Annoyingly well. I yeah, I would ask you like, what is it like a day in the life of a D God's team member? But I'd imagine it's just like. You and Jimmy getting ghosted on like Twitter and Telegram and Discord all day. <laughs> no, no, it's all Pepe memes. Yeah, for sure. That's it. It's all Pepe memes. Fair. Yeah. True, true. Okay, so you started on D Alpha. Do you like you still play a small role in that? Do you enjoy like the Alpha Hunter grind, or is that f- as miserable as it seems? Trying to like always find new projects and do research on them and figure out whether they're a rug or not before you push them into the DDAO. Yeah. Uh, I, I enjoy it to an extent, not in the same way that I used to. Um, you know, when I started, I, I would go out and I would try to find projects that were cool and I would like, you know, show my bags a little bit if I was really bullish. Um, <laughs> you know, I think now we're, we're really blessed to be in a position where, you know, a lot of projects reach out to us first. And so it's more about like funneling down that inflow and figuring out yep. what's worth it. Um, but I do really enjoy talking to project teams, especially on spaces. Uh, I, th- I think, you know, it gives you an opportunity to really understand the people behind these projects, like the way they answer things and the way they think about things, uh, mm. which can't really be communicated very well over a roadmap or a discord announcement. That's facts. That's uh, like when everyone thought D gods was a rug, but then if you listen to Frank talking to spaces, you were like, Oh, this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Word. All right, well, better better y'all than me. I don't have the patience <laughs> for that, but I we appreciate you. Salute, salute to your service. Facts. Uh, <laughs> so obviously, you know that kind of transitioned into the destables thing, and I, I don't know if that came from doing Alpha Team and realizing like these motherfuckers are building something super, you know, incredible on Solana or or what happened, but what uh, what made destables kind of pop off and and what made you so bullish that you were like i need to get everyone in d gods on board on this <laughs> yeah tell us about the fucking horses bro i fucking never for i will never forget fucking like in the beginning like when you first came out i was like hey announce the fucking destables fucking what was it like fucking nine <laughs> soul or some shit you know what i mean some some shit yeah tell, tell us what's the, what's the scoop bro drop the uh that Drop sounds like alpha, somebody bro. who's not a contributor. Hey, facts. I know, bro. I've, bro, I've been in the uh, like, bro. Like, I was asking somebody, like, bro, like, how do I get the contributor role, bro? Like, he's like, yeah, bro, that's the stable. That's what you get for asking questions and not aping first, bro. I just yeah, saw see, like we're see. taking soul and NFTs, and I was like, all right, where do I send them? <laughs> I need a fucking horse, bro. Bro, let it give us the scoop, bro. What's the deal, bro? What's the stables, bro? Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, like, it didn't even come from being on the alpha team. I uh, I wanted to mint the original collection of theirs. I think it minted back in around the same time we minted, like September, yep. October, something like that. Um, I didn't get to mint, so I bought one off secondary with a friend. Um, so minting minting what, though, exactly? like what Photo is... finish. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so got it, got photo got it, got finish, it, it, they came out with... Studs. Uh, yeah, the stylish studs, and then the uh, fine fillies was a secondary mint slash airdrop, and then the horses that we have now are the product of, of breeding two of those together. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so essentially, I mean, I was just really bullish on the team. So the team there is, is I mean, they're all AAA game developers. They've worked at EA, Zynga, you know, all these big gaming companies. And the founder uh, was the creative director of Madden for several years. Uh, and so they just have the, the real world experience and connections to actually make a legitimate AAA gaming experience. Um, that, can I, can I yeah, go uh, interject right here for a second? Yeah. I just wanted to say Madden is the least creative game of all time. So. <laughs> hey, but it's still know. a million dollar game. So there you go. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't play Madden, right? Like I'm not a fan of Madden, but I, I recognize, especially being in tech, like I recognize how difficult it is to create a game that's that's high quality in in the way that it's played um and so that's that's what made me bullish and uh the the founder he actually has he had this like horse racing manager app it was like an iphone app it was a game uh that he launched just on the side and it became relatively successful which is the inspiration behind photo finish um and and so like the game was already kind of built in a way uh, and then also I had heard of, and I had done research on Zed run, which is a big Ethereum project. The, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly where they're at right now, but I know like at its peak, people were making millions of dollars, <laughs> just like breeding, oh, racing and, and doing all this stuff. Um, and so I just kind of had this like long-term vision that that's what this could become. And then when it came time to start destables. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was like, God, it was so botched. Cause, uh, I mean, essentially I was just trying to get like a couple people to put some soul in so that we could get yeah. like, one really good horse. Um, and so I posted about it once in the alpha chat. Uh, nobody cared. <laughs> Cause it, I mean, it's a complex game. It's hard. Classic. To yeah. Um, and then the breeding window was, was ongoing and I posted it again. And at the bottom of that, I, I invited anyone, you know, hey, if you want to join a stable, like we could combine forces, like put all of our money like, together. What the fuck and, is this guy talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it kind of like blew up from there to an extent. I think, you know, I, like 150, 200 people tagged me in the God chat wanting to be a part of it. I uh, tried to get some channels for us made, but the, you know, I, I, <laughs> I think the rest of the team still didn't really understand what I was trying to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so we, we got this, uh, this group made and then I literally just like sent them a wallet and I was like, <laughs> I was like, all right, so here's the price for a share. And if you have like one of the NFTs, here's how many shares those are worth. And then we kept it open for, I don't know, a week or two, something yeah. like that. Um, and then we did a second fundraising round, uh, similarly. And then in total, we raised over 1200 Solana and over 80 of the different nfts from the club yeah dude uh, i'm doing my part man i i put in five solana um, i didn't know what it was I just wasn't it three a you. share um, why'd you put in five <laughs> the price is the second the second round was five. oh now you it's were, 10 for so this you were round. not all early, the fucking damn, rounds wow. yeah i'm not early at all bro. Well, I, I mean i'm early it. enough compared to you well <laughs> in, in, oh yeah true the thinking too behind uh, that is I mean, we, we didn't get in the earliest, right? Like we didn't accumulate last yeah. year or anything, but um, we got in pretty early in that just the floor value of all the stable assets has like doubled or tripled since we put it in. Fuck yeah. Um, so so I'm I, up like, on my five soul. Yes, you are. Actually, the, the market value of a destable share currently is sitting between six and seven Solana. Oh, nice. okay. So That's what I like. I got like three of them Jeez, at three. I, so, 
I would always join the uh, I would always join the the deep state chat because I just invested without uh, even same. I don't know what it was, you know. Yeah. And I always ask like, "What is this? What are we gonna get tokens or something?" And then I leave the chat and like don't check the answers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three, three weeks later, Classic. that's the way to do it. Three weeks yeah. later, and ask, ask the same, same thing. And I, so yes. I'm glad you're here because like. I have no clue what I said. I got you. It's five souls, so it's well, not a huge deal, you know. So but, I used to you know, see. It's nice to know what I threw five soul at. Big Brain has been talking about photo finish for like ever, dude. Yeah. And my thought on it was like I was always too late, you know, to really like see anything impactful or do anything impactful in it. So when I heard about the stables, I was like, okay, this is my chance to get in on something that collectively could be like on a soul big brain status. Cause I think we're like, what one of the top three stables or some shit. And I think he's like one of the top three as well, or top five or something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh big brain, he actually has a couple different stables. <laughs> he's got a lot of horses. Of course. Um, but yeah, I mean, based on the, the beta, which has been running for, I guess maybe almost like two months now. Um, I think right now we're ranked as the second highest earning stable in the entire platform. Let's fucking go. Oh, and so, yeah, we're we're definitely a, uh, a, a very good stable. We've got, um, I think we, we're actually the stable with the most of the highest grade horses. So, And that's only going up when we bring in the plebs like chapter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and hey, speaking facts. of that, Put me on. we're, we're <laughs> going to have another fundraising round very soon. Um, that's what I was gonna so, say. So do I just like go fucking get a horse and just bring my horse over to your house to have sex, or like how does this work, bro? No, my so, horse in your house gonna fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I mean, like I'm just trying to. I'm 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 here to extract alpha, bro. Like so, if I go get a fucking horse right now, bro, they, you know, like, what's the deal, bro? Yeah. What? So yeah. realistically, I mean, you know, we have a lot of the best horses already, mm-hmm. um, and so if you wanted to contribute to to D stables in the form of a horse, it would have to be one of the best horses, which would cost, you know, maybe 200 soul to buy right now. Okay. Um, so it's either contribute ew. soul. You know what I mean? Like, well, right so, now it's so only what you're saying soul. is, okay. So right now it's soul. Okay. Okay. So contribute yeah. soul. we'll make special genetics. exceptions. For example, if somebody has like the best horse, like, yeah, we'll, we'll make a deal, you know, but um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's we'll just soul based at this point. In the game. Damn sick. What what is your job or like what do you guys do as stable managers or like how do you actually manage you know all of this fucking money that we gave you? Yeah, so um, <laughs> uh, as far as like actually managing the wallet, um, there's only two people with custody. It's myself and Chill D God CTO. He made the whole thing. Ever uh, heard of him? And then the managers. There's there's seven managers that were elected from the group. Um, mostly just people that were down to like put in some effort. Um, and knew what they were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And not even all of them knew. I mean, I hardly knew what the hell was going on until the beta launched, right? So it was a lot of learning for sure. Um, but I mean, essentially, it's like we have about 150 contributors. And so, you know, it's just not feasible to run an actual like game with all those yeah. voices. Um, and so the managers, we, we have this private chat. We make all these decisions around you know, breeding, trading, all that good stuff. They have access to the beta platform so they can enter races, things like that. Um, and I'm more so act as, as the administrator and, and kind of the link to the wallet, the link to, you know, D gods and, and just making sure that we keep the train moving. Okay. So how is this going to work out? Like what's the, 
I guess, end goal or like, what are we going to see from D stables as contributors? Like what, are, what is photo finish working on that we have to look forward to? Uh, like, are we going to pull up to, you know, some kind of IRL fucking race event in our, uh, in our Peaky Blinders outfits one day or what? Yeah. So, I mean, I think we have a couple goals. I think the, the largest goal for, for D stables um, is to be the best stable in the game and to compete at the highest level to win. Fuck yeah, of course. Um, and, and to obviously, I mean, you know, help expand this ecosystem because I, I truly think it's a, it's, it's a one of a kind game on Solana in that, I mean, any community could create their own version of D stables and it's like good, mm-hmm. clean fun that you can win money doing and you can compete against these other communities and people. Um, so that's a big priority of ours is, is really, you know, promoting the growth of, of what that could become with other DAOs getting involved and, you know, special races, things like that, which I think could be really fun for the ecosystem. Um, personally, so, I also have a big goal. I mean, we're going to be making a pretty good amount of money on D-Stables. Let's go. Um, and, that's what we want to hear, baby. Let me yeah, uh, I was gonna say on my way, bro. <laughs> yeah, let me. I'll pull up the beta right now. I'll look and see what our earnings are currently at. But um, and when you say earnings, is this a, like some kind of D stables token, or is this like fucking United States dollar? Coins? Yeah. So there's uh there's two tokens in the ecosystem. There's the crown token, which is an airdrop token. That's the governance token. Um, and then there's the derby token, which is the gameplay token. And the derby token is a one dollar stable coin. So it will be when it launches. It's not a real SPL okay. token yet but it's a $1 stable coin, uh, which is how the game runs. And currently D stables has earned 2.3 million of those tokens Bruh. over the last what? two months. <laughs> We're millionaires. Wow, bro. Oh, shit. And that just makes my, uh, that only makes my, uh, bro, shut up with your one share, bro. <laughs> the adults <laughs> are talking. I mean, it's the same thing, <laughs> but yeah, when you kind of extrapolate that data over, cause I mean, these, these beta seasons are a lot shorter. Uh, than what the real seasons will be. So real seasons will be like a month long. These beta seasons are like a week long. Um, so when we extrapolate the data and look at it, I mean, we could really legitimately be expecting to earn just from racing. This isn't including wagering or breeding. Um, yeah. You know, anywhere Ooh. between two hundred and fifty and three hundred fifty thousand dollars a month. Are they going to have some kind uh, of betting Jesus system Christ. on this, like a betting platform? Yeah, yeah. So there, oh, that's big part of it. Go. Right now, there's a there's a community member that um, they made a betting platform, I believe, for Zed Run, and they they just made one for us. Um, oh, let's go. But there will be a platform supported wagering system, um, and yeah. So anybody that that's also the cool part is like you don't have to buy one of these NFTs to be a part of the game because you can yeah. just like bet on horses that you like. And so you show up to the track with the boys. Dude. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And oh so, my God. and then I think, you know, eventually now, now that we've established just how much fucking cash we're going to be making, um, <laughs> yeah. I would love in the future, right? I don't know how far in the future, maybe a year, maybe two years, whatever. I would love to, to have D stables pay for every single contributor to go to the Kentucky Derby one year. Oh fuck yeah! I think wait, wait, wait. I'm it's there. Like I'll, than that. I'll I'll buy my own ticket. It's, I'm there. I've always wanted to go to the Derby. <laughs> but I think like that would it's be really bigger cool. than that. And let's uh, what about can we buy our own horse? How much does a horse cost? Ooh, 
Yeah, like a, a legitimate horse. That would be some yeah. gang shit. Yeah. If we, yeah, if we bought a racing Yo, horse and shit. Because then can't we all go and like pull up to the owner's box or some shit at Absolutely, the derby? Absolutely, my guy. <laughs> Yo, f- let's do that instead. That fuck fuck flying out a bunch of fucking a bunch of bums with one share. Like, let's buy a real <laughs> horse. Everyone who's invested will fly themselves out and we just we turn the fucking owner's box into a D God's meetup, you know part three or four or whatever in wait oh, so yeah. i can't come if i only have one share no you can, i'm saying anyone can come but you just got to fly yourself you're an owner with one share but we're not gonna we're not gonna offer to fly everyone out we're gonna use the money to buy a horse and in so yeah. we're gonna have our own owner's box that we can ball the fuck out in you just gotta get yourself there I already have my uh, Peaky Blinder up. It already told JB this. But, like, <laughs> I love it. I looked. I looked up the. Uh, I swear to God, I looked up like what they were wearing, and it was a herringbone tweed suit. And I got it. The only thing I'm missing is the uh, razor blade cap. I don't look good in hats, so I'm just. I'm gonna skip that part. Beautiful. Yeah, those hats are hard to hard to rock. I think um, the razor blade probably makes it even harder and illegaler to rock. But anyways, <laughs> um, fuck, dude, that's that's kind of crazy. I had no idea. You know, I thought it was just going to be like a game. You know, everything is fake game money or whatever. Um, no, Cuddles yeah. asked if we're in this 20K tournament coming up. Is that 20K like real dollars or 20K of the yeah. game dollars? What's he talking about? Yeah, so this Friday, uh, there's a, a the Radium Invitational, I believe is what it is. Um, mm. And so Radium partnered with Photo Finish. They're having a $20,000 straight up cash race um, between cool. influencers. So Big Brain is racing in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Ice Knife is racing in there. Um, a couple other just, you know, vocal influencers that have been a part of the community. Uh, and then there was another spot that was voted on by the community. Uh, we, we tried to see if maybe we could get Frank in there. But, um, you know, Frank and D-Stables have a little bit of a rocky relationship. Uh, really? And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's I- I'll Frank's talk about that too. Stables? What? Wait, what's the alpha there? It's, it's just like this inside joke because when I first started D Stables, I was trying to get like D Dow to buy the horse. <laughs> like we were in the alpha team True. chat. Like, we bought a basketball it. team instead. Right? Um, Fuck. But we were buying we- NFTs for the raffles and I was like, like Frank was in the chat like, oh, should we buy this? Should we buy this? And I was just like sending links to like horses. And I was like, trust me, like we should buy this. <laughs> yeah, dude, um, sounds like. Yeah, and so that's kind of where the the it's like this inside joke between us is like, like he he always kind of faded these stables, and then uh, at the Magic yeah, Eden shout out to party, Frank, not gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, shout out to Frank, but uh, at the Magic <laughs> Eden yacht party, I like I like cornered him. I I wore a D Stables shirt, and I uh, I walked up to him. I was like, Frank, like I just need you to say that you love D Stables, and yeah. then he leaned in real close and whispered it to me super seductively into my ear. Yeah. I uh, I need to scream that from the rooftops. Though. Are you telling me we didn't make it into this 20k fucking tournament as like the best stable we of the game? We didn't. This collusion? I'll tell you why though. I'll tell you why. I think it's it's collusion. more strategic uh, for us not to be in it, right? I mean, we we are lucky in D Gods. We have a big voice in the ecosystem, and like, I mean, D Stables has like 1,200 followers on Twitter. Um, so like, we don't need all this hype. Is that a brag or was that like not good? No, I, I think it's good, right? Like that's like no followers. Like we only have like what 150 contributors, but all these other people are oh, already true. interested. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, and so I think Fair. on our own, you know, we can do a lot already. Um, and so I think there's a lot more value in in bringing on you know someone else. Which which the person that they brought on is actually uh, he's part of Barstool Sports, Elio. Elio? Oh fuck, Elio. 
I don't know. But I'm yeah, so he's... No, I like him. I, I play his hockey. <laughs> I play his hockey bets all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout so out like, Leo. <laughs> having someone like that join this competition, I mean... Think That's kind of fire. Yeah, it's all these outside eyes that are going to like see this platform and it looks really good. I mean, the races are like, like they're high quality. And so... Oh, um, they're sick, dude. They're electric. Yeah. So that's why like Franklin's in Lisa. there. It's just better, okay. I think, for for the whole thing if uh, if we brought on someone else. But you bet your ass, like in the future, like oh, Frank's gonna be in there because I yeah. will not stop pestering Frank until he joins. I'm gonna days. look up the uh, who's in this because I'm sure there's somebody we could have kicked uh, <laughs> and and done better in their spot. But it's that's right. kind of dope, actually. We'll have I, uh, uh, we'll have like stable derbies and stuff too, right? Like we we have a whole stable. And so, like, there's other yeah. guys that have stables. Shout out Solonauts. They got a stable. Um, yep. I don't know how official the Monkey Dow stable is, but Bandito Stables is a pretty good stable. Um, so, like, there's other, you know, opportunities in the future where, as a stable, we'll be able to compete, you know, in special races. Um, but the game, I mean, it's still in beta. So, it's like, this Didn't is we get, still... like, head-to-headed by somebody? What do you mean? Challenged head-to-head? We did. We did. Recently? Yeah. What there? We uh, so yeah, we got challenged uh, by Absolute Horsepower. Another, ab- I mean, they're they're a great stable. I think they might be number one. Yeah, so they're number one in earnings right now. Um, they're really good, and and they've been talking a lot of shit. Who is it that's number one? Uh, Absolute, Absolute Horsepower. Power. Oh wow, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty and so, nice uh, Yeah, yeah. So they they challenged us. Uh, Stens over there. He's he's their main manager. He he really wanted that Duppy's whitelist spot, um, but we settled for three hundred and seventy five dust. And it was a seven race series. Uh, this past Friday, we lost three to four. So it was close, Fuck. but uh, but we ended That's up right. taking now. We'll get him next. I hope time. we took the dust from the Dow Treasury. <laughs> uh, no comment there. <laughs> Um, I just looked up all the influencers, uh, influencers that are in this radium invitational and like the least amount of followers is 120,000. So yeah, that's fair. I guess I'll take that. It's going to be a fun um, event. It's going to be really fun. That's pretty sick. All right. But I, I'm very bullish on, uh, photo finish after hearing that we're all millionaires. That's kind of sick. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's crazy, dude. Like trying to explain to people in real life, like what Destables is, is harder than explaining to them that like I'm into NFTs. Because they're like, you bought yeah. you bought virtual horses to race virtually <laughs> with how much money? I mean, because at yeah. the time when we raised, Soul was at like a hundred or so dollars. I mean, our our entire like treasury before we bought and all this stuff, including the NFTs, was probably over three hundred k just Wild. to participate in this. Um, yeah. And most yeah, of those I'm, were people like me who were just like, Oh, I want to play, but like, I don't, don't want to exactly, be left out. That's, that's exactly like the whole, in my mind, the cool thing about it is like, you can, you can be a part of this thing, but you don't have to like actively be a part of it if you don't want to. Oh yeah. Like obviously I'm just we waiting have, for my check to come in the mail. That's what I like to hear, bro. That's yeah. And that, that's going to happen too. Right. Too. And so like, there's, there's all these different ways that, and that was the reasoning behind making this kind of representative DAO structure was like so many people don't really care. Other people might care, Facts. you know, and so it's like we'll empower the people that want to be a part of it to like make decisions and, and do stuff. And then if you don't want to, you could be a passive you know, observer and you'll still reap the upside. That's why real DAOs I, like genuine DAOs, I feel like will never work because 
I would say a lot of the people who actually care, they probably shouldn't be making decisions anyways. Like the people that start shit and, you know, have the idea and have like the vision for how things are going to go, probably the ones that should be kind of running the show. But then you give like everyone and their fucking mom who owns an NFT voting rights on what to do with the money. And it's like, oh, probably not going to go well. So yeah. I appreciate JB's you guys. very against, That's very cool. against democracy and, uh, nfts i've noticed he he always says that like didn't do a dow because me people are retarded i think yeah i've noticed that you you say like yeah don't get everyone involved because people are dumb as hell i agree can't make the right <laughs> with myself on that yeah yeah, well, yeah. I, mean, look at these guys. I mean yeah obviously i'm saying that's what you said so there's there's two there's two people that are gonna fuck up your dow there's the people who are just stupid and like sh- don't have you know good decision making skills and probably shouldn't be given voting power to begin with (laughs) and then there's the people like me who don't like care enough or not not don't care but like don't aren't willing to do their own research and like really put in the work to make an informed decision and would rather just let somebody who is not stupid and knows what the fuck they're doing and talking about make the best informed decision for them so yeah i agree with my statement on that yeah, I think a good example of that is is D gods, right? Like D gods yeah. does not operate as a DAO, and like if we oh operate God, as a DAO, there's no way. Wait, what would. does the Divine Council do then? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> what do you mean? We're cheerleaders, bro. Come on, come on, man. You guys like, got bro, just, uh, it's a we got free clout out of nowhere. You can hey, shout out to y'all, y'all with the checks. <laughs> we have a, yeah, we have a yellow check, which is dope. We got that fire ass purple name in the D DAO, bro. Come on. Well, and no, that's also not to say that, like, I mean, the team has definitely taken a ton of great ideas from community members and stuff. But at the yeah. end of the day, I think it's like you said, it, it like it's impossible to operate efficiently when you have too many people pulling in different directions. Right. And have you ever hopped in the God chat like after a big decision is made by the core team and seen the fucking freezing cold takes that get thrown around in there? Oh, and imagine bro. giving those people like my eyes out. Yeah. Yes. Imagine giving those people like the chance to actually decide what happens with our project. No, they fuck no. Yeah. It's a good idea in, you know, concept, but. Yeah, but I mean, at the work. same time, it's it's really important for project teams to, you know, listen to people and, and make sure that, you know, their community feels heard because like, you know, while while they may not, you know, have a good footing to, to make decisions, like if you don't squash those fires, that that can kill the community, too. And so I think that's what, you know, Frank does really well is is he explains the decision making process, the why behind a lot of it. And he's not afraid of, you know, taking on the criticism and and kind of battling that, which, you know, we're, we're lucky to have a founder that's so vocal. Yes, dude. Agreed. And who like literally is somehow always on top of everything that gets thrown our way and just on top of the space in general. Um, that's a perfect segue into one of the other things I want to talk about is what's good with this uh, like Twitter spaces all the time, 24 seven meta. Like I physically literally cannot sit in spaces all day. So I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Straight up. What is happening in these spaces all day? And like, does it make you more bullish on the space? Like, are, are you guys just dicking around having a good time? Like explain to me what's going on because I, it blows my mind that I feel like every screenshot I see from some random Twitter space is like, the same you know dozen people or so 
all day in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think and I, you're like the king of it, dude. All I hear is like, <laughs> oh my God, Soul Sorcerer. Like, did you, <laughs> oh my, I was so wet after he talked in that space. That fucking voice orgy meta. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I think, I think people are just confusing me for Frank uh, and, and that's it. Um, oh, it's but, when you're on the D God's main. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, but honestly, I think, you know, it, it all came from a place of people just like being bored and like being, uh, you know, tired of, I mean, there's not like a lot of exciting things happening right now. I mean, we have a couple right. minutes, Bear market there, you know, established projects really aren't making, you know, huge announcements and stuff. And so I think that's where it started. Um, and I think a lot of these spaces are, are pretty worthless, right? It's just people hanging out. Um, <laughs> okay. Sometimes, you know, you'll have like alpha and stuff, but it's just people hanging out. And honestly, though, I do think that's bullish. Because, yeah. you know, before, people are still here. well, yeah, it's that. And it's also like, I mean, you look at these stages and you have people from all these different communities that are interacting and having conversation. Um, and I think that's, that's really interesting because to me, at least before, I mean, I used to just spend all my time in DDAO, right? Like I would hang out in voice yeah. chat at night and I still hang out in the voice chat. Um, I would hang out in the regular chat and I, I wouldn't really get outside of the D gods bubble. Um, and now I do. And I think like, not only is that, is there valuable, anything outside of it? Is there anything oh, outside? Yeah. Of it? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You don't I even mean, go on in the D now. Like <laughs> where does your body? <laughs> huh. But it, it's cool it, though, yeah, that we're, awesome. we're creating like this cross community community through Twitter where like, I yeah. mean, I've made, you know, pretty good friends that are not D gods holders that I would not have met or known had I not joined any of these spaces and just talked to them. Um, So I think, I mean, that's how Twitter has been like the whole time, right? Like I I feel like there are discord is obviously for strictly for your communities, right? You're in discord, you're in DDAO, you're in whatever project that you are like the biggest part of discord because you're not hopping around. That's impossible. And then there's the people like me that are on Twitter 90% of the time. And like, we interact with each other and that's like, you know, a separate, almost like Solana community. So I guess now yeah. I get what you're saying, but prior to the last like couple months, it was, you know, people just interacting on Twitter and then Twitter spaces were for like, we're going to have an AMA or we're announcing something and we're going to have a Twitter space to like go with it or shit yeah. like that. And now it's just like, come hang like out. what's his face? chucks up a Twitter space where the title is like a fucking period. And it's like, there's 400 people in it. So, yeah, I mean, all right, so it, it's, I mean, like for the people that, that join them, I mean, I, I think it's the same group of people, not only that speak, but also that, that join in and listen. Right. I think sure. it's people that are already, you know, either on Twitter or just at their phones. And, and the ones that I join are typically at night. So like I'm done working, you know, like I'm hanging out after dinner or something. And, and, um, I don't know. Really it's nice. it's just fun. Like I've always been a big like believer in like web three relationships as far as just like meeting people, because at right. the end of the day, I mean, there's so many people on web three that I'm much closer to having never met them before than I am to a lot of my IRL friends. And so Shout at what point, honestly, yeah, I think that the relationships are one of the most important parts of web three because there's there's so little red tape, you know, like usually when you try right. to go to talk to someone that's like uh, setting something up, like 
you can't just be like, hey, we should do this. And they'll be like, yeah, let's do it. But like in this space, like people do it immediately and people like connect so easily. And like, I don't know, it's more free flowing, I would say, and easier uh, to like meet people and to work. And also, if it wasn't for that, like, what would we be doing in NFTs? Exactly. <laughs> like what the fuck be, bros yeah, probably i'd be yeah, gone we'd be staring at our our jpegs and like just watching the floor <laughs> price like facts we'd be like I, yeah i got I, these I, pictures you're just like fucking like you know dude like i can't imagine with pictures i'd be pointing my, phone. my phone at my wife like hey do you see this uh picture of a fucking fox that i bought like isn't like, that cool yeah. i mean yeah we wouldn't be here it would just be over yeah, yeah. okay all right it's, that makes more sense to me and i mean i'm I'm a fucking Twitter guy day in, day out. And I, I love like when I can hop on a space, I have a fucking blast. Like I try and hop on all the D God spaces. Um, if it's somebody like that, I, you know, know and love on Twitter, like I'll try and hop on, but it, yeah, it's the day in, day out shit for me. That was like, Whoa, like this is a different breed of kid going on. Yeah. There's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. Like I'm on Twitter all day. Like, so I'm not, I'm not throwing any shade or anything, but I'm just like, you know, a fucking reply guy and I'm in my group chats and shit, but all right. Um, I, I, uh, I respect that now. (laughs) A little worried for a second. So, but we don't know like what it is about you that makes every girl who's in a spaces with you leave with this fat crush on you. We have not, is it the silky smooth voice or like, what do we think? We have no theories on that. I feel like it's the PFP. I, I feel like he's just so nice. The just Mickey so Mullet? Nice, you know, like, well, thank you. I mean, I, I, I try to be nice. Um, I, honestly, I mean, I think it's just a big joke, right? Like, like, I mean, especially no. in a lot of these spaces that I've been in recently, like it's literally all like tongue in cheek humor. Like, like, like we had a space like last whose night. tongue is in your in cheek humor, you right. take it easy there but uh, <laughs> but it's like last cheeks night are we we talking? One, it was literally like uh like role-playing how to pick up girls irl and it's basically just this big joke on the fact <laughs> that we're all nerds and none of us know how to talk to people and so like <laughs> it's just like i don't know it's 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 easy to like make jokes and and i feel like you know be personable if you yeah. let yourself um okay so i saw a screenshot of that space with the title in it and my first thought was what the fuck is going on (laughs) (laughs) but you hop in the space and it's like everyone is actually role-playing and fucking trolling on the fact that like none of us know how to get girls yeah like like for example you know one of the situations um like the other day was was like uh like oh like you you walked into a a chick-fil-a on sunday when it was closed and you found a homeless woman in there but she was really hot and then protesters arrived and then like you got to go seal the deal and so it's just like the dumbest what? <laughs> yeah, right? i was gonna say wow Wait, bro. what what yeah so Am it's I like random like situations I- what who what are they protesting and the deal being sealed is I gotta smash this hot homeless lady in a yes. Chick fil A on God's day. What the fuck is yes. going on? Wow. Yeah. And I'm so it's, just like, it's literally just, <laughs> it's literally just like the dumbest shit, but it's like it, it can be really fun with the right people, right? And like Frank participates. So like we've got yeah, like Frank, you know, K Money from from ETH, who's turned into shmoney. a soul maxi. Oh wait, not Shmoney. A different, different K Money, yeah. Um, just straight K Money, no dash. 
Um, gotcha. Okay. But yeah, so like there's, there's all these people that it's like, I don't know. It's also really cool that, I mean, we're seeing a lot of Ethereum people that are coming in and hanging out with us because well, because they're like, bored as fuck. The dude. Nothing's right. happened on Ethereum in months. But then they come in and they're like, oh, wow, like this is this is like so stupid. This is kind of hilarious. Maybe they oh, yeah. hear some people talk and they're like, oh, maybe I like this person. And now, like, you know, we've created a connection between people who otherwise wouldn't have connected. I, I love that. You guys are doing the Lord's work, it sounds like. I yeah. like all that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> some some Lord's work. <laughs> Guys, like. Can I ask you a question uh, that's kind of like shifting gears? But when I first saw your name, I clicked your name on Discord and it said you're the growth team. I haven't seen anyone else on the growth. But what is, uh, what are you, like, what does that mean? What's your role? Ah, oh, that's a great question. Um, He's growing, not showing, bro. So originally. <laughs> <laughs> Irish Originally, curse. it was um, it was like me, Ross, uh, Buddha, and Brandon, um, and and I think the idea in the beginning was just like let's like think of cool shit to do, kind of a thing. Um, yeah. And yeah, and so I think now like it's more so of just you know what I do is is I just try to like do fun things that people can like be a part of and people can get excited Love about. That. You know, I try to have like fun ideas. Um, and that's like where the idea of like D stables came from was like, I just thought it would be really fun. Um, and so I don't have like a, a specific role as far as like, Oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. It's more of like, I I'm in this position where, you know, I can, I can have cool ideas and if other people think they're cool, then maybe we can, you know, do it. Um, but I mean, the, the biggest like thing about the D gods team is I feel like no one's really siloed into any specific role. Um, you know, when there's something that comes up, for example, like, you know, we've got the dust pool for duppies, we've got, you know, merch and stuff. We have, you know, all these raffles and things that we do. And so we, you know, we kind of make these like task forces that, you know, it's like a group of, you know, five, six, eight people, whatever that want to work on this. And then they're, they're kind of like their own separate temporary team that just kind of handles that project. Um, and so most people on the team, you know, whether they're a mod, whether they're on the core team, like, you know, people just fit in where they want to and, and where they can provide value. Uh, and, and I, I like that a lot about the way D gods works, because, you know, if you're, if you're just telling people to do things, you lose out on a lot of really interesting perspectives. Whereas to, if you kind of keep it open and you just like, let everyone like participate, um, there's a lot more information that comes across. Okay. For sure. I like that. Um, do you pull a hose as well in real life as you do on Twitter spaces? <laughs> I mean, uh, honestly, I, I don't really like go out these days. Um, Did you used to before NFTs? Yeah, used to. <laughs> um, I mean, you no, know, I, no I had way. fun in college. You know, we had some good times. Um, yeah, didn't okay. we all? But no, I mean, honestly, for me, it, it's never been a priority. Like, like my priority is like people, like I love making friends and meeting people. Um, and so even if I like met a, a very attractive woman, like I would still probably just like try to be their friend at first. Cause I'm also like pretty oblivious. Oh, wait, you know? wait, hold that's on, hold on, why that explains Say, the Twitter uh, spaces crushes. No, bro. You got a million a, friends. A million like, friends. Don't you drop the simp term on my boy with yeah. you. 
Come on. I didn't no. say anything. I said he's got a million friends. I didn't say anything. Yeah, but that, that's what Yach. gets him in the Twitter space. It's like, oh, my God, like, he gets me. Like, we could be <laughs> friends. We could so be best friends. Yeah, it's voluntary friend zone. Yeah. No, I but guess. it's not even a friend zone. It's like you, like, they are thinking in their head, oh, he's safe. Like, he's cool. He's chill. Like, we could be friends. And then it turns into, like, but wait, we could be more than friends. He's cool. He's chill. He's safe. I mean, honestly, oh, for me, got it, got it, got it. it comes from this place of like, I'm I'm a pretty picky person when it comes to like who I'm with, like more so now than I was. Okay. <laughs> um, but like, you know, I, I just, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't see everybody I meet as like a potential partner um, just because like, I realize they're most likely not. And like, I'm not really looking to like have fun and just like fuck around right now. Like I'm, I'm looking to work, I'm looking to grind. And like, if I find someone that, uh, that, you know, aligns with that on like a longer term, then sick, but you know, I'm not really out here looking for it, I guess. Okay. I feel it. You're focusing on yourself. This is a and girls love girls when you're you, focusing I, I on yourself guess. and you're not out there looking for it. That well, that's, explains that's exactly everything. when they approach you. Yeah. That explains everything. Everything. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Once you stop looking is when <laughs> shit starts to happen for you because you just put off a different vibe. I also think it's like weird, dude. Like, I don't know. I feel like most guys, especially in Web3, are just like super fucking creepy. Um, yes, dude. Word. And in the <laughs> world. It's not yeah, like, just I, I feel like it's not just guys. It's just people in general. Yeah, some people <laughs> are kind of like, you know. Mm, yeah. It almost, right. it makes me like hesitate to comment on somebody who is a girl's posts like the duppies came on E or like Tiff from Magic Eden or some shit like that. Like somebody yeah. that everyone knows is a girl, like to even re- reply to one of their tweets. Cause like people are going to look at it and be like, Oh, this motherfucker, blah, 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 being a simp. Blah. But then I see, so that's people, why you label me as a simp. No, <laughs> okay. I thought you called him one. That's why I said, don't you dare. Oh, I, no, I might've misheard you, but that's, and then I see like, what somebody will actually reply to the tweet or like will reply to what I said. And I'm like, Oh my God, dude, you guys are disgusting. Yeah. And then the DMS it is weird. Oh, I, I mean, I can't even get into DMS cause I don't know how it goes down in there, but I can only imagine feel for all you ladies out there. I've, I've seen a couple, you know, screenshots when I was in New York, I saw a, a couple screens people showed me and, uh, oh, oh, yeah, dude, <laughs> oh, I mean, it's, can you, uh, like give a kind of like a loose example of one of them, not even like revealing who it was or whatever. Um, God, like a specific example. I mean, you know, we, there's, there's been people that a loose example, like, yeah, I mean, you know, guys will just like expect that maybe because they've interacted with a girl on Twitter a couple times that like they're yeah. down to fuck. And then they just like become very forward in the DMS. Like, yo, it's like, <laughs> like hey, it's, hey, yo, I saw you like yeah. my tweet. How yeah. you like this dick? Yeah. And it's like, you, you can't they get a little penny in them. <laughs> like, I just don't get it. Right. Like I, it's, I could yeah. never see myself like sliding into someone's DMS being that forward having yeah. not like established Wild. a prior relationship, you know? But, but so maybe I feel that's like... what it is. Maybe it's just like the act of not being a creepy fucking weirdo on Twitter <laughs> and in web three, like automatically like makes you a 10 out of 10. It's like, Hey, he's a 6.5, but like he doesn't try to fuck you in your DMs. He oh, he's a 10. <laughs> How terrible yeah. is that though? That like, that's the bar we're shooting for is like, I'm sure it's disgusting. It's good for dude. us. 
Well, yeah, it's good for like normal people, but like the fact that that's even something that you know, like girls in the space have to put up with is just what the fuck, dude. Yeah, but, I'm gonna fix that again and say girls in the world. I don't think it's just the space thing. I think it's just like how fucking sure, of course, right but now. you know, we're talking about fucking NFTs and shit. Yeah, like, like, like dudes shit. being or, creepy or on like. Twitter. Yeah, or like fucking the way I kind of think about it, bro. Like fucking, uh, there's this girl I fucking play uh, Xbox with, and um, like bro, like you be like in fucking like party yeah, chat or some shit, and fucking you know like like you invite some fucking like random people into fucking you know into the party. They'd be like, oh my god, man, oh fucking girls in here and shit like that. And it's like the <laughs> it's anonymity. So crazy. Yeah, but it's like it's like the anonymity like has people willing to go further. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Then they would. Yeah, because you can't like get in real trouble for it. That's yeah, why facts, like, because Twitter fingers oh, are stronger than. Oh, you know, oh, f- big facts. Anything. Because it's like, yeah, because IRL, bro, like, let's say like Soul Source has this fucking space or whatever, fucking talking about like, yeah, like hypothetically, what would you do? But it's like, when you're like IRL, it's like, it's no longer hypothetical. Like, how are you going to play this? You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Two completely you can actually things. get like slapped in the fucking face yeah facts so they'd be like hey that's the guy who said this or yeah get fucking jumped yeah Yeah, exactly yeah yeah Yeah, you can tell very quickly i feel like on twitter who's like never been in a fight in their life and who like probably has but that's a different story (laughs) Yeah, 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 I was gonna say yes. Based on my Twitter, have I have I been in any fights? What do you think? <laughs> uh, low key, like one or two, but you were fucked up when they happened. <laughs> yeah, That's of course I was tricks. fucked up every time a fight right. happened. <laughs> else know, when else do you fight? What do you mean? When else, when else are you gonna fight? <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, it's a bad decision to fight every time. So yeah, I was fucked up when I fought for sure. So you yeah, only, I, you guys have only fought when you guys are fucked up. Like you guys no, fought, I like, just nailed that shit on the fucking head. Wow, get rid. I mean, like, in high school when I fought, I wasn't fucked up, but like in college, yeah, different story. Bro, I fought a kid in high school once, and I think it started over like a Facebook comment. And this is like, this is why, like, I only say shit on social media that I'm prepared to back up because I have talked shit on social media to people that, like, I've had to fight in real life. But I fought this kid in high school. I forget what the comment was, um, but he, like, you know, we had beef on fucking Facebook in, like, I think junior year, sophomore, junior year. And I saw him, like, pulling up to school one day before school started and like you know we kind of fucking lock eyes and like walk towards each other and like are like bumping chests and shit and he pushes me and i like turn around and kind of lose my balance at the same time like i got a fucking backpack on full of books or whatever lose my balance i fall into like this metal pole that's like holding up like the breezeway of the high school and i fucking crack my head on this thing and i turn around and the kid, like, his eyes, it was like he had seen a ghost, bro. And he starts running away from me. So I, and I was, I'm, like, six fucking three in high school. And this kid is, like, I don't know, like a 5'8", like, a like, heavier, like, Hispanic kid. I'm way faster than him. I track his ass down, like, pull him down by the collar. And I just start fucking, like, wailing on this kid. Because uh, he, like, pushed, like, pushed me in his fucking pole and pissed me off and then ran away. And it turns out, like, this girl that I knew came up, ran up, and, like, broke us up and shit and pulls me off of him. And she's looking at me like she's seen a fucking ghost. And I'm like, all right, what the fuck is going on here, dude? And I get brought to, like, the school nurse or whatever. And turns out I have, like, 
you know, this cut on my head. Cause I basically split my head open on this pole that the kid pushed me into. Um, or like I, he pushed me, I felt lost my balance and fell into, and I was just covered the entire front of my body, like covered in blood. My history teacher walked by like the nurse's room or office or whatever you call it. And literally stopped in the doorway and looked at me and was like, holy shit, I need to get a picture of you and took a picture of me on his cell phone and showed it to me. And like the entire front of my body from like head to toes was covered in blood from this cut on my head that I just had no idea about because like I just wanted to fight this fucking kid. Um, I don't know what brought that up, but that just unlocked a core memory of my fucking childhood. <laughs> Bro, Holy I remember... Shit. I was in fucking, uh, I don't even know. No, I was still in high school. Yeah, I was still in high school. So I got kicked out of high school. I got expelled um, and shit because I used to fight a lot. And then um, I ended up going to the oh, school for, for bad, like bad kids, basically. You know what I mean? And um, so uh, so check this out. So me and my homies, right, is like me and uh, uh, like my other two homies, right? One of my homies, like, you know... Uh, He's this fucking large ass. He's like seven foot fucking like 280, like fucking white dude. Right? Jesus. Dude. But yeah, yeah. But you know, he's from the hood, right? Seven so this fucking foot, dude, what the he's fuck? fucking, he's a fucking, yeah, he's, he's a fucking giant. So anyway, we're, you know, we're fucking like posted up at this fucking gas station. So, you know, like fucking, uh, those gas stations where, um, like, you know how, like, they have the sign so you know where the fucking gas station's at, right? Like, the gas station sign. Like, we're fucking posted up I'm at the gas station every sign. gas station. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? So we're posted up at the gas station sign just chilling, right? You know, fucking, you know, posted up, fucking smoking, just chilling out here, just posted up, right? And um, fucking some guy pulls up to the uh, to the gas pump, right? And it's, well, it's actually his wife driving, and he's in the passenger seat. His, his, his daughter, she's, like, fucking, like, I don't know, like high school age. She's like in the backseat and he fucking, the dude gets out the car, right? Wife's swapping the gas and he's walking inside the, the house. And apparently he said something about like black people or some shit. Um, and Uh-oh. me, me and one of my, my, my homies are black. My homies, this fucking giant, you know, fucking icicle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, we're fucking, you know, here. And have black eyes. Yeah, but but you know, first I, time I've heard the term icicle for somebody because they're like seven two or whatever. Yeah, or fucking <laughs> stalagmite, whatever the fuck. Anyway, so uh my homie, right? You know, my white homie, right? The fucking giant, right? He's like, he's got this fucking accent. He's like, he's like, what's your yeah. problem with black with black people, bro? What's your problem, bro? And that's what he fucking says to this dude. And the guy, you know, he's got these, bro, this dude's fucking jacked. This this fucking guy who hopped out the pasture seat, he's fucking, I mean, this dude was fucking, you know, his fucking arms are like the fucking size of my fucking head. And, you know, he's like, what's your problem with black people, bro? Whatever. You know, and the guy, he fucking. Is that what us white people sound like? No, Fuck, this is my homie. This is where he's from. You know, that's how he talks. So, uh. He fucking, uh, the guy ends up, you know, he, he fucking stops, like, he's fucking walking, he fucking looks at us, he's like, oh, he's like, I'll be right back, and he fucking goes in the gas station, grabs, like, a fistful of fucking, like, lottery tickets or some shit, right, and I'm fucking, like, asking, you know, the, the white giant, like, what the fuck did he say, you know what I mean, because I didn't hear shit, you know what I mean, I'm, like, on my phone or some shit, you know what I mean, we're fucking high, like, who the fuck, I don't yeah. fucking know what's going on, so the fucking guy, like, it's probably, like, probably a couple minutes, dude comes out, lottery tickets in hand, and he's fucking, like, 
swinging his fucking arm like, oh, what's up, motherfuckers, all this sort of shit or whatever. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, yeah, so his fucking, his fucking wife and daughter, they come fucking running to him. My fucking white, you know, the white giant, he fucking ends up walking. <laughs> what's up, bro? Blah, 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 sort of shit. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have no idea what's going on. I was like, bro, what the fuck? But, you know, it's like one of those things where it's kind of like, bro, like, it's not about like, getting the details right it's kind of like what you guys were saying about like fucking like let's say nfts bro it's like ask questions later bro you know what i mean it's kind of like so my home right now exactly bro this is too late bro we're not gonna fucking sit here be like wait let's let's be (laughs) diplomatic like fuck this shit you know what i mean yeah so um (laughs) yeah so so anyway so we're fucking you know my homie's like walking towards i was like all right well you know we could jump this guy but i'm like you know let, let you know like let's let's not fucking you know it's like literally two in the afternoon it's literally like the middle of the day so uh yeah and it's kind of like and i'm not trying to fuck it because it's kind of like there's three of us there's one of him there's two two girls who's gonna fucking like hold them back from protecting you know i don't know you know it's just like fuck it so then the guy you know he's talking shit is a whole lot of like chest to chest like fucking like what's up motherfucker like getting in people's face shit like that talking shit and then the guy he just stops talking this is probably like 30 seconds of this goes on and he stops talking it just shuts his mouth like completely just zips his lip and you know he's a white dude and his lips just like disappear right so he's just like mm, you know with that fucking paper cut <laughs> oh you know? my god but i mean i'm not being yeah. racist but i'm just Think saying this thin is as hell. yeah this is what it was yeah exactly yeah he's thin he's the his 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 <laughs> expression relate. was thin as hell so i'll say that right <laughs> um, got the DSLs. so then you know his his girls are like get it get in the car whatever i don't even remember the guy's name so, you know, he's like, all right, you know, so he gets in the car, right? And, you know, we're talking shit to the dude, you know, whatever, while he's getting in the car. And he's just fucking, like, winking at us, right? And this dude's a grown-ass dude. He's like, we're in, like, fucking high school, right? Because I told you I was, like, fucking, I think I was, like, 16, I think. So the dude, he's just, like, fucking winking at us, right? He's this white dude, like, brown hair, you know, fucking, like, big-ass, swole-ass dude, you know? Jasmine, like, you wanted to fuck? No, what the fuck, bro? Hell not. But anyway, so uh, the dude... They, <laughs> That'll shut they, that shit down real quick. <laughs> so they're pulling out of the fucking gas station, and the guy, he's just like, you know, he looks at me, and he fucking winks. So, you know, I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? What the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, you trying to fuck, bro? Fuck it, you know? Whatever. So we go... That was the last straw. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we go back and, and post up where we were, bro. It's kind of like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck, bro? Like, we're at the gas station, so it's our gas station. You know what I mean? We're just fucking holding this shit down for no reason. So it was probably like this is you some bored ass Midwest shit. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. We're yeah, at yeah. the gas so, station, so it's our gas station. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so check this out, right? So fucking twenty minutes later, fucking this dude comes back, and he was clearly fucking drunk because he was drunk. That's why his wife was driving. He comes ah. fucking flying down the fucking street, and this is like a main street, like in the city. This dude's fucking flying down the fucking street. It's him and two other dudes, bro. And these dudes were bigger than him. Fucking skinhead dudes. And they're fucking driving. He's fucking... No, 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 no. He was in the passenger seat. And he was fucking... He had the door open. The passenger's door open. He was fucking hanging out. And he had a baseball bat. And he was like, oh, what's up, motherfuckers? All this shit. So they end up fucking pulling up. Right? They pull up, right? They fucking, like, stop, like, right in front of me, right? And the, there's, like, one dude, like, he he was, like, doing this, like, fucking, the, this this big skinhead fucking tatted dude with tats on his face and shit. Doing these, like, fucking, like, uh, I don't know what you call them, like, fucking, like, those, like, I would say they're, like, medication twitches, like, where fucking people, they, like, kind of twist their head, like, kind of, like, to make it appear as if they're crazy, if that makes sense. 
Um, you get what I'm saying? Meth or bath salts, maybe? Well, I don't fucking, you know, like, like, hey, let's fucking yeah, go, bro. Yeah, do, but bro. I was going to say, I don't know fucking. You just assumed he was faking it. He wasn't really crazy. Because <laughs> no, kind of crazy. Bro, but, you know, bro, like, I don't know, bro. I've, I've been in a lot of fights. I've seen a lot of fights, bro. A lot of people do a lot of fucking, you know, cinematic <laughs> bullshit, bro, before, you know. But anyway. So Cinematic. yeah, facts, dead ass, bro. Like I got homies like that. Fucking like it's about to be a fight. So what do they do? They'll fucking take their shirt off and take then they'll shirt no, off. but then they'll tear their beater. They'll make yeah, sure that they they, they they tear their shit. beater like right in front of everybody, like, mm, and just like you oh, know, yeah. like on some punch fucking, a hole in a wall, yeah, maybe. Bruce Banner that's, shit, bro. That's how you know I'm fucked up and I'm about to fight somebody when I go tarps off. That's like. I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm not a big dude, but I got tattoos and I'm going to show them off. Yeah. So I wear glasses and when I used to get in fights, I would just like take my, or actually this would deter a like fight. Like slowly take, take the glasses yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would take my glasses off. Like I'm about to fight. Like, exactly. Don't make me take these glasses off. It's, it's real cinematic. That would normally like, de-escalate. People, like a whole lot How of intimidating bullshit, is that? Bro. Some dude pulls up to you with glasses on and goes, don't make me take my glasses off, sir. Yeah, bro. bro, bro <laughs> well, it worked, buddy. Yeah, I was going to say, worked, I, I've seen it all, bro. But anyway, so this dude, bro, the, the driver, you know, big dude, you know, he's probably like, you know, like, probably like, you know, he's probably like two, like 260, just big, big dude. You know what I mean? He wasn't like a tall dude. He's a big fucking bald, tatted face big dude. Boy. Yeah. So they fucking pull up, right? And we're still at the gas station. The car stops. I could probably say like maybe a maybe a foot in front of me right everybody jumps out right they all jump out the fucking cars three dudes three of us and fucking all i see i'm thinking like okay so i'm taking the driver right this dude's like fucking like three times bigger than me but it's like you know what's the worst that's gonna happen bro like you know i'm a fucking <laughs> in the hospital you, right. or some shit you know what i mean whatever so yeah. the dude jumps out the fucking the driver's seat right this big twitching dude right and as soon as he fucking jumps out the car he fucking pulls out i always get him mixed up bro like between the switchblades and the butterfly knives like the butterfly knives are the ones that fucking like um that, that people fuck yeah 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 so yeah. yeah so it wasn't one of those i've never seen one. one of those in real life i would fuck I have, myself up if i tried but i always to get him mixed up out. it wasn't it wasn't it, it was a switchblade so the dude pulls out a fucking this huge ass fucking switchblade and i'm fucking standing there and i'm just like bro Hell no bro yeah i well i that's the thing it's like in all reality because there's a brick wall like that's behind me so it's like bro like i i mean you know i'm just because i thought we were gonna fucking you know fight it out but in all reality it's like you know all right well now you know the, he was gonna cut you the bro. stake yeah the stakes have risen right so i'm just fucking looking at him and then he looks at me and i'm just like uh as soon as i fuck as soon as he did the fucking switchblade thing right where it goes like whoosh, you know i'm just like uh <laughs> and he gets confused right the twitching dude and then you know fucking it, it was like fucking like what like it was this, this awkward standoff probably about like four seconds or some shit like that then the dudes jump back in the car right and then he just backs up gets back in the car and i'm thinking like bro like what the fuck happened so i look to my left and one of my homies on the ground he's like bro they jumped me blah blah, blah you know so <laughs> you know i'm just like okay you know what i mean like it took them 15 minutes to get back here right so i'm feel like i'm telling this long ass story bro but uh anyway you so, are but Right. Keep, keep it going. So so the climax. Yeah, so so check this out. Yeah, it was interesting. So we're just like, yo, like fuck you, bro. Like, you know, uh we weren't fucking like you know, it's like one of those things where it's kinda like if you lose a fight, bro, it's like bro, like run it back, run it back. So it's like, you know, like all right, bro, like it took them fifteen minutes to get here and they came from this way, so let's go this way and we can probably find out where they stay. <laughs> So, Damn. bro, it, it was You're following bro, bro. the dude. With you had a whole plate. ass day. Yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check you it. had yourself a whole ass day because the white icicle said, 
what's wrong with black people? Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing, bro. It's like, you know, for the homies, bro, like, you know, you don't fucking, you know, if your homie's got a problem, you got a problem. It's like, you know, that's just, what, it's just it is what it is, you know? Yeah. So, and the homie got jumped now. So now we got fucking, you know, motive. that applies to Twitter too. If you fuck so, with one of the boys, like you're going to catch the JB smoke. You might not even know who you are. So, uh, so anyway, uh, fucking, you know, we just, cause we're fucking high schoolers, bro. Like the only way we were fucking like, you know, like we didn't have fucking cars or driver's license. I've been jumped by high schoolers too. Like as an adult, it's not fun. (laughs) You guys are savages. Yeah. What? So that's crazy. We'll have to hear that another time. So, um, so we end up fucking, we're walking, right? We're on foot, bro. We're fucking, you know, on this fucking journey, right? Through this fucking, you know, the North side of the city looking like going down streets looking for like you know that car fucking the plates like all these things like anybody who you know matches the descriptions right looking for these dudes you know and you know it was 45 minutes like and finally we were just like hey yo like bro like you know initially we're upset like we're you know you're you know how like you get mad and you're incensed you know what i mean like you're you're in the moment Yo, and that's yeah. usually when you fight somebody. You yeah, don't, it doesn't last all fucking day. Yo. But. exactly. Like you're 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 <laughs> Yo, in I have a story that's like exactly the same as this. But all right, well, obviously. in thirty Go minutes, you I'm gonna have tell to tell it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell it. I'll tell it next. I'll tell it when the all time right, is right. So, I'll tell it when the okay, time so is right. so let me see if I can accelerate this. Okay, so forty-five minutes pass, right? Of us just fucking ambulating, we're fucking walking around looking for this fucking people can't yeah. find him or whatever so it's kind of like all right bro so then we end up going uh he said ambulating yeah so then once I'm we're just Google like once we're completely just like fucking or me personally i'm just like bro i'm not even fucking mad anymore walk. bro like we might as well just take the l you know whatever bro like literally right. like i literally look at my homies i was like bro like bro fuck it man like let's just let's just go get some fucking food bro let's get you know what i mean like let's you know i'm not even feeling it anymore you know what i mean i'm not mad no more so why am i gonna fucking be fake mad bro like let's fuck this and literally at that moment i fucking looked down the street i'm like oh wait like there they are and down the street i see this fucking guy and he's sitting on the fucking porch with like it was probably like i probably say five other dudes plus the other dudes who were there so as soon as I Uh-oh. fucking see the dudes, I'm just like, oh, yeah, there he is right there. And then, of course, you know, the uh, the, the white giant, you know, he's just like, hey, bro. You know what I mean? And of course. So, of course, he's like, hey, bro. And then the dude, you know what I mean? He grabs like fucking <laughs> grabs the fucking base, the baseball bat. Right. And his homies like, you know, one guy, I don't know, for some reason, he had a fucking crate. But we were outnumbered. You know what I mean? These are all like fucking, you know, and we're actually it's different. Like it's all situational. So it's like, let's say if you're fucking like fighting somebody outside the gas station, it's kind of like there's like surveillance. And it's like, you know, it, it's a you know, somebody's not going to fucking just murder you in broad daylight. But if you pull up at somebody's house. You know what I mean? Like in, you know, after some shit goes down, bro, like, you know, you never know what's going to happen, right? Not recommended. Yeah, exactly. So we were outnumbered and it's kind of like, you know, so the dude grabbed the baseball bat, another guy grabbed a crate and all these five monstrous white men, there's like, you know, start walking up like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, (laughs) and when I say baseball bat, it was an aluminum baseball bat. So I was like, you know, like, it's all good. You know what I mean? I was like, I was like, we'll be back, you know? So have you guys ever seen that movie (laughs) Warriors? Like warriors, like the, the warriors. Yes. The warriors? Yeah, yeah, no warriors come like, out to play. Yes. Yeah, the movie. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, okay. So fast forward, right? To is that, that a game night. or a movie first? It, it was a movie first, bro. Movie. Yeah, movie that's first. just hard as fuck. Yeah, Dior, bro. That's that. Yeah, that's, that's some some G ship. Anyway, um, fucking fast forward to the night, bro. So 
that night, you know what I mean? So clearly, you know, all you have to do is just call your homies like, hey, bro, I just got jumped, bro. And then everybody's like, what? You know what I mean? And then boom, like now we got fucking uh, nine cars full of fucking people, right? Ready to fucking come collide, right? So yeah, you high schoolers don't falls, fuck around, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, it, in the sense of it's like it's not even wow. fucking high school, bro. This is life, you know? So fucking, you know, by the time we, uh, by the time fucking it, hits, it gets dark, you know what I mean? It's probably like, mm, I don't know, it's like nine, like nine o'clock at night. It's like seven hours later. You know what I mean? We're like fucking like nine cars deep, you know, fucking like, and we all parked down the street from the fucking house. Right. (laughs) And fucking, you know, it it was a bro. I'll never forget this shit, bro. Cause it reminded me of fucking the movie, the warriors, bro. Cause it's like, you know, it's fucking dark. We're just out here just fucking, you know, the weather was fucking amazing. You know, we're just about to fucking go to war, bro. It's, it's, I'm dead Like, I, I'm not no cap. Like, bro, no you can cap. See, you like, can see, I like, heard some stars and shit. And there yeah. wasn't a cloud in the sky. I swear to God. It was about so, 78 yeah. degrees. Was, no humidity. I'll never forget this shit, bro. Perfect weather to fuck somebody up. Yeah, so, yeah, bro. It's like, bro, like, facts. Fighting comfort. But anyway, so, um, fucking, bro, we're all just fucking, like, we parked down the street. We're fucking, like, walking up. Alleged, this is all allegedly right hypothetically this all happened so we fucking like you know hop out it's like maybe like 20 of us right so fucking we're walking up and fucking of course you know what i mean there's 20 of us there's 30 of them at this fucking one house you guys ever seen? it's like a fucking bar well i guess it's not like a fucking barbecue it's like 30 fucking people at this fuck and it's <laughs> bro 30 yeah 30 of the strong yeah i mean these guys look like they're all fucking were what's that fucking like that fucking shit where the, the strongest fucking... racist white men in the world. Oh man, these dudes. Oh yeah, the n words were flying. But oh you know, anyway. God. So we're fucking. <laughs> either way, so we're fucking walking up, and they see us. I see a fucking dude, fucking uh, who I hadn't seen before because there's like thirty of them. I see a dude fucking punch a fence, uh, like a wooden fence, and take the fucking plank that falls off the wooden like bench, oh. the the fence as a weapon i see a fucking dude fucking like running the house like you know people were coming out there's all types of shit everybody was fucking picking up anything they could find bro like it was some warrior shit that so, is like the warriors because you could totally like break a fence and pick oh, up a two by four to use as a weapon in that yeah, game a chain so, i get what you're a, saying a board now. with nails so so, so, so like to that frame this yeah. out like they're across like so think about just like a regular neighborhood like we're on one side of the street they're on the other side so we had parked down the street. We had walked up on one side. They're on the other side. And then, bro, like, literally, initially, you know how a fight starts. Like, hey, bro, did you say something? Normally, it's not like, you know, like, you get there and people just start fucking, like, on site swinging. Well, at this point, you're, like, eight hours premeditated. So I would expect you to just pull up on site and start fucking swinging. Bro, bro. So, I mean, like, I think, like, one person said, like, one thing, like, hey, what's up, bro? And I mean, some guy, one of, the, one of their team, I guess was just so angry to see so many black people in one one place. This guy just runs straight in and conflict ensues. I mean, it was fucking war, my dude. And yeah. then, you know, it was fucking crazy, bro. Like, I had fucking, like, I had grabbed, like, I had fucking, like, two bricks, allegedly. You know, like, in my hands, bro. <laughs> fucking me. Yeah, allegedly. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was, like, some crazy... Yeah, it was, it was some crazy shit going on, right? You hear fucking, like, every fucking police car, like in the entire city right like you hear them all coming right so this like leans perfectly into my high school getting jumped by high schooler story because i literally was like let him finish bro damn i thought we were done no i was gonna i was gonna say i mean every cop in the city coming (laughs) but basically all right so so, you said what who narked 
probably the neighbors, bro. Like, could you imagine like looking <laughs> out your side of your house and be like, "There's yeah, a goddamn war." What is going on? Thirty v thirty. You know what I mean? Warriors. Like, there's a thirty v thirty going on like outside my house. Motherfuckers <laughs> got fucking weapons and shit. Warzone. Yeah, it, it was insane. So you know, Jesus. like, uh, so anyway, like it, it was bad. So um, it was the first time I had ever fucking seen like you know police like actually pull up like guns out. You know what I mean? Like literally <laughs> hop out the car. You know what I mean? Like everybody. You know what I mean? Like. Fuck got arrested on the ground uh one of my homie who's just fucking stupid and just won't stop fighting for anything you know what i mean like literally <laughs> always shoot. one you're gonna have to shoot you know what i mean like well yeah so <laughs> you're anyway, gonna have to shoot me uh, you're gonna have to shoot him to stop <laughs> yeah, him huh? yeah that guy you know but Jesus. Anyway, yeah so fucking so basically fast forward whatever war's going on fucking uh cops come right fucking whole fucking whole precinct right fucking on this one fucking street i'm fucking running there's a fucking uh i see people fucking running their fucking cars but me i like i said i don't drive so i'm not jumping in a fucking car i've got the fucking keys to these dudes jump in this car fucking the the other team you know they're fucking like jumping on the fucking car like like busting windshields like all this shit while fucking people are trying to start their cars i'm running some guy chases me like to a fucking alley bro i still got like one fucking brick in my hand fucking turn around running (laughs) Bro, so there's some other shit that happened, like, but just to kind of wrap the story up, because I feel like I've been talking for a while. So, um, my homie, my my white homie, right? His uh, his dad owned a to- the tattoo white shop. Yeah, his dad owned a tattoo shop. So you know, we're you know talking to him about it, like, yeah, blah blah. You know, this is you know what happened, blah blah. You know, we're fucking mad, and he's just like, wait, you guys are where? We're like, oh yeah, we're here. And he's like, with who? And it's like, yeah, this guy, blah 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 blah. And he's like, yeah, um, he's like, I can't help you guys with that at all. And he's always been like, you know, like, you know, supportive dude. You know, because he all did just, all their uh, white brotherhood tattoos. Well, so what? No, what he told us. <laughs> let me take a drink. What he told us, he said that um, he said, no, he said, bro, he's like, he I'm not fucking with that. He's like, I'm not helping you guys for shit. You know, we're like, bro, like, what the fuck? It says, like, bro, why? Why, bro? Why? You know? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, bro, that's he's like, do you know who that is? He's like, he's like, that's the Hell's Angels. And I'm oh, just like, Jesus. and me, I'm thinking like, who the fuck is that? Because I don't know shit about fucking biker. You know what the fuck? I don't know shit about. Do I, do I <laughs> sound like you didn't somebody watch Gangland knows? when you were a kid? What the bro, fuck? Yeah, bro. But I don't give a fuck about you know any of that shit, bro. You know, like I'm just like, what the fuck is that? Like, what is that? Some some biker? You know what I mean? Like gang or some shit? But I didn't know, like you know, man. that that was like some like actual literal thing. So literally they had came, they had actually found like, you know, one of my homies houses and, uh, you know, they came to his house and he said that they had like, uh, I think he said it was like an AR 15 and a fucking grenade, my dude. And I was like, they're at his fucking door, bro. And they're like, you know, like open the door or, you know, uh, they're like, open the door. You know what I mean? Like on the count of three, you know, we're going to fucking, I've never thought that happened in real life. Like what's the point of having a fucking grenade? Bro. I don't think I've ever, I don't even know anybody. I don't even know anybody with a fucking grenade, bro. Just in case you get jumped by 30 high schoolers at once. Yeah. It was the first, (laughs) y'all see this shit. (laughs) It was the first time out of, out of a fucking video game, bro. I've ever heard of fucking anybody using a fucking grenade. My dude. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. So, uh, anyway, fucking, uh, yeah, bro. So fucking uh, that that happened or whatever. And then these dudes, like, they were fucking like circling. They would they would come to the fucking school. Like, they would literally just start doing fucking like laps around the high schools. You know what I mean? To fucking like you know try to find us or some shit. Um, I feel like I've been talking a lot, bro. bro like, that's I've been the saddest. Hey, keep going. Thing I'm gonna run downstairs and get another beer while you go. 
<laughs> I'm a biker gang, story. bro. Like a biker gang, legit, just like trying to intimidate high schoolers by driving around their school. That well, is they were, no, they were like legit, like fucking looking for us because, like, I, you know, I'll say, and that's the thing. Allegedly, you know what I mean? Because allegedly, allegedly. you know what I mean? Like there, there might have been, like, you know, I mean, nobody. I don't think anybody died. Right, but you know, allegedly, you know what I mean. You don't like, think? There were, <laughs> yeah, whoa, people, rewind. You know? But you know, like there, you know, I think that there, you know, some people got hurt. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and that's the thing, bro. Like, you know, when it comes down to, and, and it's one thing I learned, like you know, a long time ago, like as a really young growing up, it's kind of like you'll fight. You know, when it comes down to fighting, bro, like you have like let's say some high school fights, right, with just like some of your peers or some people like you know what I mean who just like have like anger issues or for whatever reason but there's also fucking people out there like you know who literally when they fight you it's like no they want to disfigure you they want to hurt you for real you know what I mean like they're not playing no games and it's kind of like you know that's that's just kind of like the name of the game and you know in all reality it's like you know some people did get hurt and it's like you know some people you know really were you know looking to um, I would argue going into most fights, the objective is to try and hurt somebody. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, I'm what I'm talking about is like you know, like some people are looking to you know uh, prove a point, and some people are looking to like, well, really you know, fuck okay, you up like good. kill somebody, well, like, kill somebody. Well, yeah. not even, not even, not even necessarily like just kill somebody, but also like you know, leave like a statement. Like, oh, you guys know what a buck fifty is? Yeah, even a buck fifty. Yeah, one dollar and fifty cents. No, 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 bro. Like, no. When somebody fucking like cuts your face, like from like ear, like you know, like all the way like down the side of your face, bro. Like a buck fifty. You guys never heard of that? I only know about the thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's also a reminder. You know what I mean? Like, it's you know, I was gonna say, bro. Like, (laughs) yeah, bro. Like, you know, people. There's some people out there like who really want to like legit like cause you harm. You know what I mean? So when I got jumped by high schoolers, I uh, was just walking from one bar to the other, and this fucking kid said something dumb to one of the girls i was with and i like clapped back like i do on white nighted white night yeah i i like yeah i don't tolerate talking shit to like any of my fucking people ever so i clap back like i do on like salon and twitter and just absolutely you know put them in a fucking coffin and then like four hours later we were walking back to our car and there was like 12 uh high school kids standing around my car literally like waiting for me to get back to the car and this girl just like yelled at them and like tried to pull them off of me when like 12 fucking kids jumped the shit out of me so yeah high school kids are fucking disgusting uh and you're all monsters so but yeah i wish i was part of hell's angels when that happened yeah do you you guys mind if i you guys mind if i tell my story it'll probably take like a minute and a half. Yeah, I was mine's, say, yeah, mine's done go already, ahead, so you're, you're good. Fucking like long <laughs> right. Right, right. You're up, and then so, Soul Sorcerer's next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Our guest, our esteemed guest. Uh, so this was back in college when I was at Madison. Uh, I think it was like my senior year. I was outside this bar called the KK, which was like the most popular bar or whatever. It doesn't matter. It was bar time, and uh, so like there was like, maybe like a hundred 200 people outside just like milling around you know what i'm saying and like this car pulled up and it was full of black dudes and they were trying to give uh like high fives to people and like no one would give them high fives and i was like why my brothers i'll give you a high five like fuck it (laughs) (laughs) so i walk up and i give him a high five and he hold he grabs my hand and he pulls me in to the car and he slaps me in the face 
Wow. And I, yeah, I swear to God, he slaps me in the face and then they like peel off and I like try to chase the car and punch in the window and I can't. That's all. He just slapped you in the face. That's kind of a bitch move. <laughs> yeah. He slapped me in the face and they drove off and I was so mad and I was with my friend. We'll call him Jonathan. We went back to my crib and we could get up to the, His name's actually the roof of my crib. <laughs> we could get up to the roof of my crib. Uh, so we were like sitting out there and like he's trying to like have a nice rest of the night or whatever. And I'm just like, fuck these motherfuckers shit out of I see him again. Fuck this. I was just like steaming for like three three hours or something. Yeah. Jeez. And then like finally it's like, oh, there's an A bar over here. So let's go. So like we leave and we're walking and I and and he goes, yo, that's them. And they're like parked outside of this hotel. Uh, and like the, the hotel guy is like, oh, yeah. Uh, you guys got to leave. I'm going to call the police. Da, 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 da. And like, I just kind of like roll up and like stand on the sidewalk, like by their passenger side window. And uh, they don't notice me. Like they don't remember probably like what they did. I think they were hammered uh, and they don't notice that I'm just standing there. And then they like slowly start to leave and pull around. And I like, I like wound up, like I brought my hand probably like all the way down to my foot and just, you wound oh, down, wait, you I, wait, I, wait, 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 I forgot to tell <laughs> wait, you, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> hold up, hold I up. Wound I wound up, brought my you. hand about down to my foot. <laughs> no, this is going to, it's going to make sense. It's going to make sense. Uh, I forgot to tell you this one. So they're at this hotel, the concierge or whatever is yelling at them to leave. Um, and uh, for a while, they're not doing it. But the one guy is like sitting outside of the window, like he's, his butt is on the windowsill and he's like sitting out yelling or whatever. And then they finally decide to pull off and it's like it's a roundabout. So like I'm like halfway down the roundabout and the dude's still hanging out the window. And I like brought my foot, my hand, my open hand all the way down to my foot. And when they uh, when they came by me, I just fucking slapped the dude. Wait, as hard as I possibly could. You, you uppercut slap somebody, Slate. Is that what you're saying? You slap you. You literally the fuck. He almost fell out the window, bro. You uppercut <laughs> slap somebody. Is that what you're selling us? As yes, as hard as I possibly could. I thought you and said you had a crowbar. They, they were, what happened to that? Good lord! Bro. I never mentioned the crowbar. Oh, uh, I but they were like, <laughs> bro, uppercut slap, bro. Okay. All right. They were African dudes, and I was, and after I slapped them, I said, "Yeah, fuck you, nigga, fuck you, I'm gonna beat your ass." Da, da, da. And they like, they all ran out the car, and they were like, "For the record, Slate's black, say nigga. So he's you can't to say, say nigga. I just can't get over. <laughs> you can't say nigga. I just can't get over the fucking uppercut slap, bro. That I've never seen. And then, that and then they all busted out. They all busted out the car and like ran up on us. One dude had a screwdriver or whatever, but like in the end, they just backed out. Why do you guys have such weird like getting in a fight? It was stories, the purest bro. form. It was the purest form of justice I've ever experienced because I was so pissed that it happened to me and I was stewing on it. And then I saw them like four hours later, like against like against fate, you know? Yeah. I just slapped hey, you the showed fuck them out of too, them. Slay. You showed him, bro. Uppercut slap. That's fuck, bro. That's fucking I would All love right, to see Swords, that. You're up. <laughs> give, give us your most entertaining <laughs> or longest fight story, whichever you choose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I, I haven't been in a lot of fights. I, I try to avoid fights. Good for you, I, bro. You know, this is the merchandise. We can't get that. I know that's right. Um, but I am trained. I got a black belt in Taekwondo, you know what I mean? So, oh, I know, I know that's right. Oh, um, okay. Let's save some go. pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, facts. Big, we're no, talking. But, uh, like, go listen to the show, bro. Relax. 
in uh in college i studied abroad for a summer in europe and uh going bar hopping in europe as a loud drunk american uh, is not always the most positive situation um so there were a couple times where you know we got into some altercations with some people but you know we never let it get to the point of like actually brawling or anything um but i think the the closest we came was actually with my best friend at a bar in budapest i was trying to uh you know being his wingman he was uh he was really looking for some love that night and so i was just like walking (laughs) around like talking to people like hey have you met my friend like and i would walk up to him and i'd be like oh like she's pretty cute like you should talk to her and um in his drunkenness he he thought i was like like making fun of him and like, like kind of like, friended? yeah, he thought I was like, oh it's going to be a story about you fighting your own. Friend. Yeah. He, he, he was, was so like hammered. Making... He didn't know. He didn't recognize the wingman. Come on. Well, bro. So that's what I was trying to do. He thought I was like basically saying like, Oh, like you're not talking to any girls. Like blah, 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 blah. And I was just trying to help. So it was miscommunication. Which but, he probably uh, wasn't, which is why you were trying to help. Yeah. He, he wasn't, but, uh, <laughs> But no, out of nowhere, he just like he literally slapped me across the face in the middle of this bar in Budapest. Oh my and, god! Uh, what the? Fuck? And I looked at him and I was like so confused, and I just very no. slowly like I put my beer down, and then I slapped the absolute shit out of him too. Uh, and <laughs> that's <then> we were- <laughs> uh, that that's fucking funny. I I actually have a very very similar story. I was in Key West with a couple of buddies for a conference, and I was doing the same thing. I was like trying to get my one buddy laid, but at yeah. some point in the night, I don't know if it's because I was so fucked up or what, but like my tactic of trying to get my friend laid turned into, I'm just going to tell every girl we meet that he's gay <laughs> and that's, that's going to work. So like literally three bars in a row, we, I am telling every single girl, I'm like, Hey, have you met my gay friend, Bert? Like, this is my boy. Like, he's gay as fuck. Like, you guys can be best friends, whatever. And hmm. we, he's also lactose intolerant. So we're at this bar, third bar, where I am trying to, you know, get girls to bang him by telling these girls that he's gay. Because in my head, that's going to work. Can you explain work. the logic behind that? Yeah, thank you. Explain there, no, there is no logic. I, I'm fucking hair. Okay. It's like 2 a.m. in Key West at this point. Like, I've been trying to get him laid the normal way. The fucking Aki way all day. And that didn't work. So I was like, all right, I'm going to switch it up. The new tactic is tell everyone that he's gay. That's definitely going to do it. Um, and the bar we're at is like next to this pizza place. It's fucking two in the morning. So I walk over and I have a slice of pizza because I just it's two in the morning. I'm fucking drunk and hungry. And I'm like talking to him like, bro, you're not you're not going to get fucking laid this entire trip. And he's like, yeah, you dumb bitch. It's because you're telling every girl we meet that I'm fucking gay. And I'm like trying to explain to him that that is somehow going to work. And he, and, and I'm like, I like, love gay guys. Yeah, I'm, like, gay I'm guys. like, bro, girls love gay guys. Just <laughs> exactly. And then I'm like trying to feed him pizza and he's lactose intolerant. I'm like, bro, you're just hungry. You're drunk and hungry. Just eat some fucking pizza. And he takes a slice of pizza out of my hand and he fucking slaps me across the face fucking with the slice of pizza, bro. And I did not slap him back. I like that, like sobered me up instantly. I looked at him and I was like, bro, you're so fucking right. That's my bad. I'm an idiot. 
<laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I yeah, you deserve that one for sure. Uh, yeah, so I mean, pizza, dude, to my credit, like, I did try my best all day to get him laid, and it didn't work. And then, you know, the, the drugs and the alcohol took over, and, and shit got a little weird. It is what it is, but holy fuck, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was literally thinking, like, I've never been slapped by somebody before. Like, when I've been in a fight, like, I've gotten punched in the fucking face, but no. Yeah. I've been slapped it's in the face by a slice of pizza. Yeah, yeah incredibly okay. shocking. <laughs> like, you yeah, can yeah, never yeah. expect the slap. <laughs> right. Oh, Jesus. Well, all right. That uh, that took a fucking turn. Yeah, that's um, funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the Let's, way, yeah, uh, yeah, not not promoting violence. Uh, no, you know. not at all. Fighting is incredibly stupid. Like, you, you get arrested and go to jail for it, and jail is not fun at all. So I don't... I don't recommend it to everyone. And confirm, jail um, is not fun. Not Agreed. fun at all. Yeah. So unless you're fighting somebody uh, in the Midwest where nobody really gives a shit, apparently, <laughs> or um, yeah, in your living room or whatever, don't fight people. It's stupid. It's a waste of time. We're talking about stories about when we were like young, dumb kids. So we're all adults here now for the most part. Um, fuck Batman. Uh, let's take some questions from twitter first uh you got a lot of like nobody is gonna understand what the fuck this is about besides the person that asked the question questions on twitter Uh, but i did i think pull a few (laughs) mr cuddles absolutely crushing the youtube chat right now nfa not fighting advice (laughs) how word hey that's a bar that's a bar um what do you do? And you're wearing a hat now, so it's hard to tell. But everyone that was in New York saw this. Uh, what do you do to get your hair so immaculate? What product do you use? Well, uh, my hair's not like honestly that immaculate now. It used to be. Uh, I used to have really beautiful long hair, and um, I mean, yeah, I'll tell you the brands. So I used uh, I used Kevin Murphy branded uh, leave-in conditioner uh, almost every day. Uh, oh, and then I know. used, um, God, what I can't remember. I've the, never even heard of a leave-in conditioner. It sounds greasy. Oh, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's a woman's hair product. Uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but, um, but that was, <laughs> okay. that was the big one. And then I had like, you know, nice shampoo and stuff, but I think the secret to hair is just to like lean into what it wants to do. You know, like it's got a mind of its own, like you got to support that. You can't go against that. Wow. That's fucking alpha. <laughs> He's got it all. Um, what, what is this? Okay. Oh, nah. So we talked about the rebrand briefly. Apparently at one point you were talking about doing like a food network show. Uh, Valerian Bell described it as a food porn blog, which I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be porn at first. I thought it was just like a food show and we were going to call you sushi for a while which I have actually used a few times. I fuck with calling you sushi instead of soul sorcerer. But what was the deal behind this food blog that you were going do you, to do and did not do? Do you think food porn is actual porn? Yes. I mean, I've been aroused. It's, okay. It's not food. It's not the case. Um, um, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just like, I'm a foodie man. Like I love to cook. Uh, I cook all the time. I love to go out and eat. Like if I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars on something, like it's probably going to be food, food, right? Like, um, and so I just really appreciate like the culinary art as stupid as that sounds. And, 
um probably came from like a young stupid at all well but i don't think it sounds stupid it's dope yeah my mom she she went to culinary school and so growing up like she always cooked and i always helped her and stuff um and so i love to cook and i i've sent you know some pictures of the food that i've cooked and in DDAO, and I realized that a bunch of these fucking nerds uh, don't know how to cook. You know, they Facts. just like eat the, like the plainest shit. True. Um, yeah. Ramen, yeah. chicken fingers. Yeah. Or order Uber chicken Eats fingers every day. Yeah. And so, like, I would, Word. I would love to, you know, start something like that. I think what I'm number one, it's like a time thing. Like, like sure. cooking is already pretty time intensive, right? You got to like prep, cook, clean. Um, so like if you're going to like film something or take pictures of things during that, it's just like an extra layer. Um, but I I would like to, I mean, I'm really passionate about food. Like my, my long, long term goal in life, like when I retire is I want to retire owning a restaurant and like being the chef. Um, so like one day I'll, I'll definitely be in that world, but, but I'm not sure if that day is, I feel like being a chef is like pretty hard like you gotta like train up from the bottom you know so like are you gonna retire and start as a bus boy but or are you gonna uh, retire and start straight as the chef well i was gonna say have you worked like in a restaurant before like where does that come from no i mean i i haven't worked in in a restaurant um i just love to cook and like honestly to toot my own horn a little bit like i'm pretty good at it like i'm not like i cook pretty good food Right. And, and a lot of that came from just learning from my mother. Um, but no, when it when it comes to like opening a restaurant, I mean, I'm I'm never the kind of person that like thinks I'm the expert at anything. Right. Like I like if I'm the smartest person in the room, then I'm in the wrong room. You know what I mean? Um, and so what I would like to do is, you know, hire, you know, other great chefs and, and people that that in their own right are, are skillful and experts in their field. And then and just tell them what to do not telling what to do to work alongside them, like, you know, learn from them, but also like, yeah, it's going to be my fucking restaurant. So, uh, you know, we're going to be cooking my food, but, uh, but no, I, I, it's tough, but I I've never worked in the, uh, the restaurant business. I think it's a tough business. I feel for a lot of like service workers. Right. Yeah. Um, so like I'm a good tipper. Um, but yeah, it is, it is very difficult, especially working, you know, in a line, like at a restaurant and stuff like that, oh, yeah. super high stress environment. But at the end of the day, to me, it's, it's almost like, an what's your, environment. like, what style of restaurant would you own? Cause I, at one point had a, a dream, uh, and an idea with my cousin that we were going to own like a, like a fried seafood place that was on the intercoastal in Florida. And it was going to be attached to like a water sports rental. So like you could go to the bar, get some, you know, get like a mahi sandwich and crush a couple beers and then go next door and sign a waiver and like rent a jet ski. What is your restaurant or whatever that you would like to own? Uh, that's tough because, I mean, it's it's really between two. Like I would either want to have the best brunch spot in town mm-hmm. and then be done with work at like 2.30 um, yep. or I would want to have like a very high end, like kind of steakhouse vibe, but also has like, you know, other kinds of foods. I'm really like, uh, I've, I've been lucky in my life to be able to travel a lot. Um, and so like, you know, a lot of European food really appeals to me, especially like Spanish food. Um, mm. so I would like to have some sort of, you know, tapas kind of place, like small plates, lots of, uh, you know, variety and, and just like focus on the quality of, of the small bites. 
Oh yeah. That's uh I mean that's quite opposites of each other, the bro yeah. spot or the nice restaurant. So does that mean that you can like literally cook it all? Like you're a fire breakfast cook, you can cook dinner as well? Because I personally I can only cook breakfast. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean honestly, like I, I can probably cook anything. Obviously, if I have a recipe, like that's easy. You just follow the steps, but I love to just go to the store, like look at what's there, like what looks good. And I just kind of like figure it out as I go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I cook dinner like all the time, cook breakfast, love eggs, you know, a little bit of French toast here and there. Yeah. Um, I just love to cook. I don't know. It's just fun to me. To me, it's like even kind of therapeutic. Like it's, uh, it's like I get in this trance and then it's just like, boom, like it's over. And I'm like, Oh wow, that was good. I think you should explore that a bit. I think there's lots of room for like web two entertainment within web three, right? Like we're trying to do this podcast with live streams show? that show what people look like. Yeah. A cooking show. Like when I do um, like the reviews on Twitter too, like, I mean, and when I say reviews, it's like me doing a shoey and somebody's merch or whatever, but like people are always like, Oh, start a fucking YouTube channel. Like put that shit on YouTube. Like I feel like people, I mean, what do we have for entertainment right now? Twitter and Twitter spaces, right? Yeah. Like take our web three personalities and turn it into something that is like real life. Who knows? Maybe somebody will learn how to cook and not just order Grubhub for every meal too. I think you should explore that. That sounds fire. I'd love to. I mean, I think for me right now, it's, it's like more of a question of bandwidth. Um, I still have the IRL job, you know, I work with, you know, D gods doing all that kind of stuff. Is the IRL job still tech startups before that though? What's your, uh, signature or favorite dish to make? Or um, the chat. I think my my favorite dish to make is a little cliche, but I love I love a good steak. But I don't grill it. Um, I use what's called Grilled steaks a, are overrated. A sous vide. I don't know if you guys are aware yep, of what that course. is. Yeah. So isn't that like when you like uh like fucking basically vacuum boil seal it, it or something like and drop it into a perfect yeah. exact temperature, and then you just like give it a quick sear on either side. Yep. Yeah. So, source. hey, source. Yeah. Hey, source. If you band with your homies from the DDAO, you can achieve anything. <laughs> I know. Honestly, isn't that's that crazy? Like that. I'll give you that. That's a legitimate thing, though. <laughs> like, we're a powerful group of people. <laughs> that's facts. <laughs> um, all right. What, what was the question I asked right before I interrupted you and said, "What was your favorite uh, dish?" My job. My job. Yes. What's the job? Because I get that question a lot. When are you going to quit your IRL job? When are you going to go full-time Web3? I feel like, I mean, it's weird, but I feel like it's the minority to have like a full-time real job in this space, which to me is crazy. But in Web3, I guess, is like what everyone's doing. So lay it on me. Um, Yeah, I mean, I so my job, uh, I mean, like I'm, I'm a startup founder. So like technically... I'm a CEO founder of my company. Um, okay. It is, it is a, you know, different situation than a lot of, you know, other jobs just because I mean, in the world of startups, it's, it's very flexible. Um, and frankly, like what we're doing, it's, it's very slow moving. So, um, yeah. you know, it, it's taken a long time and it's going to keep taking a long time, which has allowed me to kind of moonlight as a degen. Uh, which is honestly, that's the whole reason I'm not like doxxed on Web3 is because sure. in the beginning, I was like really pumped about NFTs and I was like tweeting them and stuff from my main Twitter account. 
but like, you know, there's people on there that are like, what is that? Um, And so it it was kind of like this buffer, not because I didn't want to dox to people on Web3, but I didn't want, you know, current investors, potential investors, business partners, all that kind of stuff to know at the beginning that, you know, oh, I'm actually a degenerate. Um, (laughs) And so when it comes to, you know, the question of like, will I leave that? Um, I'm working on that now, honestly. I'm trying to figure out like what what the hell to do because at the end of the day, I love everything about what I've been doing in Web3. Like the last nine months has been the most fun I've ever had working on anything. And that's not just D-Gods. That's also just like meeting all these people on Twitter and, you know, hell, just flipping NFTs. Like that shit's fun. Um, right. And so, you know, I... I would love to lean into that passion as much as I possibly can. Um, I'm just a little bit, you know, there are barriers, right? Because I do have a a fiduciary responsibility to, you know, a few people. Um, But I would like to, I think, you know, fast forward a couple of years, like I would, I would love to be in web three full time. Is this the same startup company that you mentioned earlier? Yeah. Yeah. It's the same one. Wait, give us like, what do you, what does the company do? Can you give us a broad? Yeah. So we can see whether it's cool or not. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. It's, uh, <laughs> it's essentially like we do automated alcohol compliance for merchants that sell alcohol. Um, specifically okay. we're talking about like stadiums, arenas, bars, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, and so what we do is, is we verify people's IDs using all kinds of different technology we add their you know, credit card, debit card, or whatever to that. You have an account with us. And then that allows you to literally leave your wallet at home when you go out. Okay. You just access it on your phone. Slightly familiar with that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Sure. Very nice. Well, best of luck to you. Uh, I mean, if the if the IRL job is like paying fucking nice and you still get the DJ on the side, I say keep it. Like that's the situation I'm in, so. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though, is like, uh, you know, in startups, uh, <laughs> you, you don't really get paid very well because like you have other yeah. things to pay for, for the company. And, and like, I, we're, we're dealing in a very regulated industry. Um, so it's hard to get things to move forward. Um, and so, you know, when you watch these TV shows like Silicon Valley or, or whatever, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> a lot of it seems like super fun, like super cool. And like, uh, you know, super awesome. Right. But when you're actually yep. living the life, like there's a lot more lows in my experience than there are highs. Um, and mentally, I think it's, it's very taxing. Uh, it has been for me at least, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I, 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 it's not like it's, I'm not staying, you know, working at my startup because of any financial reasons. Um, it's, it's literally it because through. like, this is my fucking baby, you know? And like, yeah, we've made it this far. It's like, we're, we're right there. We're right there. And so honestly speaking, and and this is the alpha, uh, I've got a call next week that, uh, is, is kind of like a make or break call. (laughs) It's a, it's a sale that we're going to hopefully make knock on wood. Um, if we make this sale, uh, I'm going to turn around and I was planning on raising another, you know, fundraising round traditionally with venture capital and all that. Um, Mm -hmm. But now I'm a degen and I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. What if we launch an NFT? And oh so my I, God. Yeah. yeah. And so essentially, you know, if things go perfectly, 
maybe I'll transition my company into Web3, launch an NFT collection um, that would provide, in my mind, like some of the more real world utility uh, being like, you know, access to events, um, special tickets, things like that, because those are the relationships that we have. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But the world is it's my It's funny you say that like working in a startup is taxing and I feel like that's like being in web three and like doing NFTs and all that shit. It's like nonstop, incredibly taxing. A lot of times does not, uh, you know, pay well, if anything for the work that you put in, but Hey, if that's what you're enjoying doing, fuck it. Yeah. And I mean, Frank said it, I think the other day on a space too, he's talking about burnout. Of course he did. And like, (laughs) like burnout is not, you know, just like getting tired of working. It's like, getting tired of working really hard for something that's not like moving forward. And, um, you know, I I picked like a hard industry to like innovate in when I picked like alcohol compliance. Right. Um, and then, you know, when you compare that directly to how quickly things move in crypto, how fast you're able to ship things and, and like the immediate results of whatever decision that you make, um, that's what's gotten me so excited about crypto. And that's what makes me so bullish about like Solana and the ecosystem is because like, it's not just that everybody moves quickly. It's that everybody is like hungry to move quickly. And oh, that's yeah. why there's so much. Facts. Uh, where'd you get your Solana shades? Those are fire. Solana shades. Uh, <laughs> there was like, uh, there was like some website <laughs> several months ago. Just chucking out Solana shades. Yeah, someone okay. was like, "Yo, like, uh, you know, put your." It was free. Like, someone was like, "Just put your like shipping info, and like they'll send you some shades." And I was like, "Whatever." And then they came. Uh, so here we what? are. Well, free. Those are sick. Yeah, I, Damn, love I fumbled that bag. <laughs> All right, chat. Y'all got any more questions? We're gonna take about sixty seconds to to hear that. Slate chapter. Y'all got any more questions? I got one question, bro. When is the next funding round for the stables? <laughs> Good question. Very soon. Um, likely, like we'll probably start it next week. So um, I'd like to. We're probably going to do like an AMA in uh, in DDAO just for like all the contributors and potential contributors. Ask some questions. Get clear on it. Um, but I did announce the next funding round earlier, and so. The next funding round, we're going to be raising 1,000 Solana at 10 Solana per share. So the price, go. of course, has increased again because everybody's so fucking bullish. Um, but we are limiting the raise so that we can protect existing investors and not have that much dilution. So was that a Love it. so was that a date or no date AMA yet? Uh, probably right, sometime next week. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Calendar is marked, Brad. Okay, word. Yeah, like and then I did see a question in the chat from Cuddles about uh, about me and me and Frank's relationship. Because oh, uh, yeah. I do know Frank IRL. Um, really? Yeah, and I didn't uh, when I minted D Gods, which is like kind of funny. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, so I knew Frank from IRL Twitter. Um, just like tech Twitter is similar to like crypto Twitter. What the fuck is IRL sure. Twitter? Like not NFTs. You yeah, like, nerd. like tech Twitter, like startup people, bro. Um, and it's like uh, Silicon it's like, Valley, bro, but just like fucking Twitter, bro. 
Right. I mean, yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> so, did you know him in real life, or did you know him from Twitter? Well, like it's in real life Twitter. Same so, shit. Like, it's, it's docs. Like we all know I what don't we understand. all do and stuff. So outside right, outside so of crypto doxed. and NFTs, there are other industries. Yeah. Right? So like if I, I understand work that. in I understand hockey that. and I'm on Twitter and I follow a lot of people that Buddy, are also on Twitter, I'm just making sure you understand. You're good. I understand. I said I understand. You're good. Okay. Cool. What I want to know is, did you know him? <laughs> Had you met him in person? Or was it just a Twitter oh, thing? Oh, just a Twitter thing. Yeah. But okay. uh but essentially like there we're we're both part of this like group on uh, on Twitter. <laughs> we got like a group chat. And it's um it's just like a bunch of startup founders, like people in VC, um, just like people we vibe with, you know, and like want to talk about like business and shit with and like we all met up like in Miami pretty much and like we met up in New York and all that. And so uh, he was in that group. I didn't, I didn't like know really much about him. Uh, and then like one time he like sent this meme. It's really funny. It was like some redneck in a pool and in the caption, and he was just like holding a beer, like looking, you know, a little bit tired. And the caption was like, Oh, well we were, we were pretty rich there for a second. Um, and it was about crypto. Right. And I was just like, that's funny. Cause I was rich for a second. Um, and so I posted it on my Instagram story and, you know, I wasn't just going to steal the man's meme. So I followed him, tagged him, uh, and then he like followed me back. And so we were like followers on Instagram. And then um, when the L.A. Hacker House happened and he was on stage wearing like the mask and everything, uh, I just thought that picture that we all memed up, I thought that was a vibe, dude. Like he's just chilling there in like the fucking mask. He's got the sunglasses on. He's got, like, you know, a sick sweatshirt on. And I was like, that's a vibe. So I posted that picture on my story and I was like, if you know, you know. And this man, I'll, I'll literally read you the conversation because this man straight up swiped up on my story and he was like, yo, because I had this is when you're still like web two buddies. Yeah, we're like web two buddies. I had no I, I think at this that point, like I knew he was involved in uh, in like D gods, but I didn't know he was like Frank, dude. And so he replied to that story. I'm scrolling up. And uh, he was just like, lol. And I was like, bro, is that you? Um, I've never heard someone say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, was is brutal. that you? Uh, <laughs> like our friend said you were on the team because I'm a D-Gods DJ and I have three. Like I had three at the time. Yeah. And then he sent me like a docs picture of himself at the event wearing the same shit. And I was like, bro, you're insane. And like we just had like Let's this go. quick conversation about like, oh my God, like how long have you been? I was like, dude, I minted, like I'm part of this thing. That's so fucking dope. Gang shit. Yeah, gang shit. I've been on the wall in Discord for months, haven't said a word. Straight up, dude. Like <laughs> I think at this point I was like I was on the alpha team or something. Um, and so oh, like yeah. he was just like, Holy shit, like I saw you and stuff, and I was like, Yeah, dude, so does this mean I get that follow back now? And he was like, Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um but it was just like a, it's like a small world kind of thing, right? Like I, I knew like of him, I knew what he did like professionally for like his own startup and the other companies that he worked for. And then like, I knew about Frank separately and like how bullish I was on him. And then I just figured out like, oh my God, they're the same people. How did Cuddles know that? I've talked about it before. Oh yeah. Fuck. Probably on a Twitter space. Yeah. I was going to say, see, clearly Damn it, you're not man. in the Twitter spaces. Clearly. Fuck man. No, I, I, I talked about that kind of stuff in like DDAO, bro. Like come hang out in the voice chat. Bro, I'm not on discord either. <laughs> you fucking strangers oh, to the environment. Man. I'm the most web zero motherfucker in, in crypto and NFTs. Damn it. 
<laughs> Discord's a word. Shit. But uh, but no, and then the first time I met him, IRL was in New York. Yeah, fucking wild. That was uh, it, dude. The not line, but like the amount of people that wanted to say what's up to Frank, like seeing him on the yacht. That was uh, that was pretty funny. And I when I when somebody told me like, yo, that's Frank. And I looked over, it was because he was like in the middle of a conversation. And I might even say like a slight altercation with somebody mm-hmm. from a different project. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is the perfect time for me to go over and say what's up. Like, <laughs> let me try and bust him out of this conversation. But yeah, that was uh, very, very interesting. And I had the the line of the jits behind me, too, for the introduction. <laughs> All so. the jits. No, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a popular guy, man. I mean, it's it's refreshing to have someone like him like in this space, but like at the end of the day, like he's just like a normal guy, just like the rest of us, you know, he's not a normal guy. He's a fucking robot that (laughs) is, can somehow cover every single base in the space at the same time. Like, I don't know how he does it, dude. I like, I fucking G bro. This is, I'd be like walking by like him talking to like some people that I knew on the yacht and i'd be like ah i'm gonna like pop in for a second and like say what's up and see what they're talking about and they like full-on magic eden yacht open bar like people are getting buck wild talking about like upcoming projects they're bullish on and like i'm like dude oh my god like you're non-stop you are a fucking tank and you're programmed to be the face of solana god bless you Godspeed. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent not a normal guy. No, no. not a normal. Well, I guess guy. like I, I just think of him as a normal guy because like I know like a lot of founders that have like that same like fire. You know what I mean? Um, True. And I think it's it's maybe where are they at? They're building Web two companies, <laughs> but uh, but it's like you know having someone that that has the the true like founders mentality of like oh, I'm starting from nothing to build something great. Because like, yeah. like, you know, in the world of startups, like no one's investing in companies that'll make, you know, $100 million. Like it's literally either you're going to be a $100 billion company or no one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. And so it's like, it's super cutthroat. It's hard to fucking get venture capital investment. It's hard to like make those first sales. And so like for somebody that has done it, then moving into this space where like, actually everybody's so receptive and like ready to learn and like ready to be a part of these things. Like it's the perfect storm for someone like him. And, uh, I'm just so glad, like we're all on this fucking train, bro. That we got him, dude. That's our guy. He is. He's our guy. We don't gotta do shit, but just hang around. It's yeah. so easy. We just got to get him into destables. Gang shit. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I wish I had known about this beef when I was in New York. <laughs> It's actually it's hilarious. Fantastic. I, I, oh, I, I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. But uh, but no, I, I at the end of the day, though, like with D-Stables, like my big thing is like, dude, I don't care like what people like say about me and like if they think it's cool or whatever. Um, I just I just want to make sure that like our managers, the people who actually do the fucking work, get that recognition. So uh, so like it was really awesome when when Frank like came out and said that he like tweeted that he loved D-Stables and stuff because like while it's a joke to me, like, you know, yeah, means a lot. Well, to hey, lot shout out the managers real quick, because I won't lie to you. I have no idea who any of them are. Oh, dude, of course. We've got we've got Helio. We've got uh, F-Dog. We've got Colt. We've got Monkey Tennis. Um, those are probably our, our foremost active guys. Um, they're right. always, you know 
just grinding in there. And honestly, special shout out Monkey Tennis, dude. Like this is one of the coolest stories from D Stables. Um, he wanted to join D Stables, but he didn't have a D God. And like, okay. we somehow like, like he was just so bullish and wanted to be a part of what we were doing that, that we were able to like broker some trades and like figure out some deals to where he was able to not only join the D gods community and, uh, and like, you know, be a part of that, but, but now he's, you know, the like manager, you know what I mean? And that so, boy. uh, to me, it was really cool to see that like D stables was the reason why somebody joined D gods and like, they're an absolute rock star in their own right. And so being able to like have, you know, dope community members come into D gods because of D stables is like something I never thought would ever happen. And I just love that. Oh yeah. That's like D shoeies a little different, but baby. Hey, I'll tell you what you can't do. You can't stake uh, D stables for dust, but you can stake D shoeies for dust coming soon. Thank you. Oh, Thanks Matt. <laughs> I got a couple of those shoeies. I'm ready. Uh, not those shoeies. So there's, there's the shoeies that were minted in dust to help get big Ed, who we all know is the fucking OG Nigerian Mamba, yeah. the Duffy's monster. And then big Nick crypto, Nick, who's the 33.3 fucking tweez guy mm-hmm. shoeies for days. Those were to help them get their, their last little chunk of soul they needed for some D gods. Nick has his dead god now, which is fire. I yeah, think Big I Ed that. is still like 30-ish soul away. A thousand dust does not go very far at all these days anymore. Yeah. Um, but the shoeys, the ones that you're going to be able to stake, the barrel down, Mickey Dow ones, are uh, the ones that I am personally giving to people who have done shoeys on Twitter <laughs> who are bad motherfuckers. Uh, and I've got a little bit of sponsorship dust coming in that you're going to be able to stake those shoeies for, for dust probably by the end of this week, maybe next week. Cause That's I'm going sick. to going on a trip this weekend, but we'll figure it out. But yeah. All right. All so we do I kind of got rugged, but I still think that's pretty cool. No, you, uh, you contributed to good members in the community, like our guy, uh, that we got a D God and on the the D Stables manager team, uh, like that. But the stakeable for dust D shoeys are strictly for people who have done a shoey on the fucking timeline on Twitter, flexing that shit, helping support Shoey Summer. You know, Shoey Summer. No, I love that. that. That's sick. I, I honestly thought it was going to be my shoes, and I was like, wow, this sounds like a Ponzi, but this makes a lot of more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and if we, I, like, I'm not going to lie. The, the shoeies that got minted to help Nick and Big Ed get fucking D-Gods, like, I thought that was very cool. I had nothing to do with that. That was uh, another D-Shoeies community member, I'll call it, that just was like, hey, I made this art. I have this idea, blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, my, my shit, like you ain't earning dust just cause you spent a little dust on a shoey. Like <laughs> my shit are free, bro. This is shoey to earn. This is not buy dust, you know, buy a shoey for dust and then stake it for dust. This is shoey to earn shit's free. Earn your dust. All you gotta do is rip a couple beers out of a shoe. Dude. But like it took off, like what the hell, you know what it's I mean? It's insane. Like, 
Like it's insane. Like why how is T-Shoeys like this whole fucking thing? Like now it just it's just like what happened? At a yacht party on the Hudson River. <laughs> tell about him. a dozen about a dozen men chug beers from their shoes as onlookers cheer. Hell yeah. Do you have that memorized? Because I need to have that memorized and I don't. <laughs> I mean it's pretty yeah, I mean, come on, it's imprinted in my, my memory now. It was ass, dope as dude. fuck. Wait, hey, where were you on the yacht when D- when the Chewy video happened? I honestly have no idea where I was because I didn't see it. That's fair. Um, a lot of people have the same answer. Yeah, I wish I was like, honestly, I was probably drunk enough that I would have done the Chewy too. Um, Next I just, time. I just wasn't aware of uh, of the activity taking place. <laughs> it it went from like a well-orchestrated, I'm going to find everyone on this boat to do a Chewy to I had about... 12 to 15 degenerates like yelling following me and i was like all right we need beers from the bar now so we can put them in shoes and drink them now (laughs) so it went from like well orchestrated i want to make sure everyone can participate to like this shit is going down right now whether i like it or not next time it'll be you know more of an an organized event but (laughs) yeah that's dude the the shoey takeover fucking a i mean Dude. You can't ask for much more, right? Like it all started. I guess I was like giving away dust on Hay Wallet, right? Like obviously people are gonna do. Dude, shit you were for giving. Free you're, dust, but... you're like fucking Oprah, my guy. Okay, <laughs> like Hay Wallet. Like, do they sponsor you yet? Because like, no, they fucking need to though. Dude. It's kind of fucked up to be honest. <laughs> hey Wallet, if you're, if you're listening, hook it up. Let's go. Yo, shout out Barrel Dow for sponsoring me and reimbursing like. Most of the dust that I gave away up to a certain point, uh, because your boy would be broke as fuck if not for that. So, well, dude, in Barrel Dow, that you guys did the the tequila, right? Yes, yes, and that's probably gonna like actually get dropped soon. And there's most likely gonna be a like Solana summer, uh, put your NFT on a beer drop where like all types of community communities can participate in that and and have their own like beer drop like daa did that's I'm fucking so pumped for that yeah oh, little d alpha at the end there bullish on jb bullish all i do is rip shoeys and promote alcoholism on twitter let's fucking go hey don't fix what ain't broke oh <laughs> yeah oh man all right boys we got we got anything else i think we are tapped out this has been a hell of an episode an absolute pleasure to have you on source. Uh, I, I wish we could have worked out a rebrand while we had you here, but you know, it is what it is. You know, you get stuck the source. Games. The source. I, I fuck with it. I can call you source. Hey, um, we can make it a contest, right? To the listeners. If, if you guys come up with, yeah. uh, with a spicy, you know, rebrand, if I pick it, I'll, I'll send you a shit ton of dust. At least 6.9 dust, probably more. I was thinking like, you know, hundred or more than that yeah you know? let's go 100 dust that's like this three, brand is important my guy <laughs> it is the question is is whether it's too late for you to rebrand or not but i think you can always change it's never those. too late i should have just yeah, done it when i changed late. my pfp because i used to have ever heard of p diddy and then Who's i switched that? to the mickey diddy you mean diddy p diddy oh wait what's his name he's been puff daddy p diddy and now he's just diddy i think it's just diddy now yeah it's never too late to rebrand baby facts yeah. Let's well, work I appreciate it out. y'all having me, man. This is this was fun. Yes, of course, man. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck in the upcoming sale, and hopefully getting out of your 
startup and going into full Web3 DGen mode. We're all rooting for you and hope to have you as a part of the DGods team for a very long time. Appreciate you, you, boys. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Slate. Chapter. We out. Right.